0: All right, welcome to Never After Redemption. I'm Egy and Adrian with us as
1: always. Hi, we've changed seats. I'm Andrew, and I play Galzareth. Uh,
2: I'm Grace. I'll play Gwyn.
3: I'm Priscilla. I'll be playing Gorendra.
4: I'm Sean. I'll be playing Josh, who's playing the Kyarjer, who's playing Blackout. He's playing Blackout. No, no, I
3: got there. Well, Kyarjer's
0: <laughs> not with us. Um, it's a malpractice suit.
2: <laughs>
0: um, we had last left off you were back on the ship uh, and had, had an adventure in the labyrinth wherein you learned well I hope you learned something uh, <laughs> I learned quite a bit um, and you'd come back and Ilgoth had removed the train from the hold and put it up on deck and is making arrangements to get it um, assembled on shore and everybody had sort of decided that you were leaving the uh, imperial. It is an imperial city, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and uh, headed for the interior of the continent. After, yeah. And the, as far as other planes before that, I was unclear at that, but that's.
3: We have an invitation this evening <clears throat> to visit the wizards or the magical society.
1: The enclave, I think, yeah, is what they're called. The sorcerers. Whatever. Uh, to, ca- to catch you up to speed, we went into the labyrinth to, uh, um, to agitate Lena's um, marks. Um,
3: and learn more about them.
1: Learn more about them. TLDR. <laughs> Shit's fucked. There's not much we can do about it right now, so might as well just go with it. Yeah. I got a brief
4: summary.
0: <laughs> um, you spent the time with your trees. They are f- doing fine, they're, they're not under like, real time constraints. I mean, they are for you because you're uh, a man of the forest. But you uh, got some information from Ilgoth and others that that on this journey there'd be many places to pick if you wanted them. Because you're going in the middle of the continent and in between big cities there's just a lot of, like, just kind of untamed life um, environments that not a lot of people are at. Basically just shove them on the train. (laughs) That will be up to you how you do it, but... There's space. You're not... It's pretty clear that, um... Well, you guys have to decide who's going and who's not. And I'll leave that to you. What are you guys doing?
4: I think right now we're still, uh... Dealing with Party the Third. And getting ready to deal with the Sorcerers. And then probably we'll tackle the trains. Yeah, so,
1: um... The... The big issue is what are we doing with the ship? Um... My inclination, honestly, is to just hand the ship over to, um, assume with, I mean, with O'Rathion's permission, I don't know how much farther he would want to go with this, but just hand the ship over to, um, Ulthar and his crew and let them do what they will. Having them sit in port forever doesn't seem like a, it doesn't seem right. Um,
2: Alternatively, we ask for forgiveness and not permission. We put them all on the train and we go on a merry adventure together.
1: I don't think that they're all going to go for that.
2: Those who want to.
1: Anyway, um, I think that we are beyond the point. We are going to have to take Lena with us. Yes. I don't think that there is an option. Um, at some point the glyphs on her will activate and cause some... something to happen, but we don't know what that is yet. Nor will we, but...
4: And that's a countdown,
1: right? That's not a correct. It rate. is correct. Yeah.
3: It is not location based or geomantic <clears throat> in nature.
1: Doesn't seem to
0: be no, but yeah, I'll be nice here and I'll let you guys do a no roll on this.
1: All it said was, "When the time is right," which can mean anything. Seven.
2: Old uh, well, yeah. worlds?
4: Uh, no.
2: Yeah. this? Uh, eww.
4: Nine.
2: I uh, got 14. Okay. I, I'm not done with it. She'll be the one who puts up an actual number.
4: It's up to you. you know. Ah, it's going to be one of those nights.
3: Yep, that's fine. Um, Hidden Secrets of Earth? Sure. Uh,
0: 23 you realize that you got no real sense of that there was a specific time requirement that you were under a shot clock for that it seems imminent because of the powers involved but you don't you can't say for certain that it's like we have this much time or don't have this much time and uh, this was a helping action and you'll get one question on this one just you About midday, I believe. I'll just go ahead and say it's midday. Uh, Ilgoth, uh, there's a lot of clanking around on the ship. I assume you're in your normal meeting room. Mm -hmm. And uh, she is There's like on the shore, there are wardens, you know, police officers, and a few governmental agents with. There are a couple of dragons parked there. And. They are sort of gathered at the, uh, on the, the dock. Um, you don't know what they're doing, but they're discussing things amongst themselves.
2: I'm gonna go um, kind of just peer over the edge of the dock and see what I can, or the edge of the ship, and see what I can glean about what's going on there and just try and take a look.
1: Notice. While she's doing that, I'm going to go survey the crew and see how many of them actually want to stow away with us on the iron train. Okay.
0: Are you going to try and convince them, or are you just asking No.
1: Them? I just want to know what they want. All right.
0: Um, yeah, you kind of go around the crew. Obviously, your soldiers will follow you. The, the four will follow you. You couldn't stop them, really. Um, yeah. I'll get back to you with that.
1: No, no rush.
3: Um, so my question is: um, We know that part of we know that this, there's part of the source contained within Lena, as it's, it's being it is trapped there by the um, iconography on her. How will that? Uh, how will how will the part of the source inside Lena react as we go visit or get closer to the source of the source within the context? You have
0: no way of predicting that. That's
3: okay. something
2: else. Okay.
0: So, what'd you notice?
2: Twenty-three. Yeah, you
0: uh, you look over, uh, you watch them. You also see a couple of figures in silvery jumpsuits. You haven't seen people quite like this yet. You don't think um, they each have a lot of uh, art- artifacts or equipment on them, like almost exoskeletons. One of them is just floating a little bit above, standing up, floating above the the ground and they're also they're having a heated discussion with the wardens and the magistrates and you catch snippets of it on the wind they're arguing over who has the authority to adjudicate the tr- like the administration of the train how to get it onto the ship who's going to guard it what kind of engine they're going to use and Ilgoth has obviously gone off script and pretty clearly put in a request or something because that wouldn't have happened unless they knew about it. So, yeah. The, the the two people in silver are are high artificers who you haven't really interacted with. Uh artifacts is what they generally are called. You knew that from just random information you got from your little uh, tomes. Yeah, yeah, the orbs.
2: Um I'm gonna send a quick uh um Sending Iconography, yes. Uh, to to our little group chat, just saying like, hey, there's three groups of people arguing about how they get to interface with our train. Uh, can I go talk to them? I want to talk to them.
1: Oh, uh, <clears throat> I'll say that go talked to me about that. They're putting an engine on it.
2: No, they're talking about wanting to guard it or who gets to hold ownership over it. It's... Okay, I'm gonna to talk to them. She's doing
0: that in all caps
1: or the equivalent.
2: All caps, Comic Sans. I'm gonna walk up to the group of them. I'm
1: sure this is going to go well. Okay.
2: Hi, oh. I, I believe you're speaking on on our train, correct?
0: The uh, the wardens look at you. The magistrates, you don't you can't recognize the magistrates, but you've probably seen them around in the complex. They'll get really quiet. Well, one of the artifacts, uh, she looks at you, um, she's the one hovering. Oh, yes, you are...
2: I'm Gwyn. Gwyn. Uh, Gwyn, amongst your people. Um, that train is partially mine. Uh, what is the problem here?
0: Well, one of your compatriots requested that you be allowed to... Travel with this. But she points to the ship. That that um, engine, and we were discussing how that is to be appropriately administered. You, there's no real need for you to involve yourself in this. I assure you, it's quite boring. Um, yes,
2: but surely you're not going to add extra requirements. We're just looking to tour the side of the countryside of Laconia.
0: Give me an argument.
1: No, I like this. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> I know. It's just what none of everybody else wants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Stop <laughs> mapping <I'm> around. <laughs> I'm going to end up taking stresses because of this, but it's okay.
0: Black, uh, look, you didn't spend much time with the We Timber Species because you were talking to... The trees who can now sort of communicate—not mm-hmm. um, words yet—but you get impressions off of them, and you've sort of discussed that they have to, you know, be patient. Uh, new growth, even with old trees like this, you know, they're younger. They're they're impatient. They they will, they'll wait like ten seasons, but not a hundred seasons for something. Uh, and you kids these days, yeah, and they're strong enough that they're good for a while. Um, and you sort of communicate to them. So when you go back into the ship for this meeting and looking around, the timber species have expanded their, um, well, civilization really, kind of throughout the ship. The pirates didn't do anything about it. And they're clearly the mascots now. And they've piled up or constructed little scaffoldings along the hallways, and especially up the stairs where they can easily traverse without being underfoot. some of the unoccupied rooms have been opened. Looks like some of them were forced open. Like, like well, a little tiny block and tackle, and a whole... They could have just asked somebody to open the door for them, but they did it themselves, and they've sort of occupied some of the other rooms. And their numbers now are, it, it doesn't make any sense, based on how many they are. There's now more Wee Timbers Beasties by far than anybody else on the ship. So Excellent.
4: Um... Since uh, Gelsoroth is doing the, uh, asking around. uh, is asking around the pirate crew, uh, I'm going to ask around the Wee Timor species and see how, if any of them wish to come along on the train ride or stay here, see if any of them have actual knowledge on how to run the ship properly, because I don't think, I think they have a better chance of doing so than the pirates. Um, and, uh, see just generally what the situation with them is. You mean
0: argue? It's not to convince them. It's just to get them to focus and give you the information you need.
3: This might be outside the scope, but I'll ask it. Um, Is there a ritual that I can research or create to assist Lena in changing her nature?
0: Um, Well, as you know, the, the elaborate iconography on her is designed... Specifically, to stop any kind of change like that from happening. Mm-hmm. It's certainly possible but the level of power and sophistication that you'd have to bring to bear is such that if you had it what else couldn't you do? Got uh, it. It's one of those things of course it's possible but
3: The scale is so high.
0: Yeah. The okay. the, the summoner spared no expense uh, of magic and cleverness and keeping her exactly the same Throughout time? Uh, one. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, like, you, you go in on the, um... I'll get back to you, actually. What did you, uh... Eighteen. Okay. The uh, the woman, she's uh, hovers a little bit closer to the ground. You see that she's got, like, boots that have a bluish glow to them. And, uh, all sorts of uh, equipment on it that doesn't make any sense. He's got, like, an Oculus thing, um gauntlets, excuse me, she crosses her arms and is like, well, you can understand that although you're obviously permitted, she looks at the magistrates at this, to go wherever you will as diplomatic envoys, that you cannot expect to avoid uh, garnering an enormous amount of attention wherever you go. Communication happens very quickly here in Laconia. And without proper guards or people preparing the way for you, I don't know that you would be able to handle the amount of attention, either good or bad. Jeez. Yeah. We
2: all appreciate... The- the concern certainly but we've we've all done this before for different reasons for other countries for other nations for other places we have all done something like this before and as far as guards we can take care of ourselves I have lived just as long as a lot of you have but time is running short and we can't linger while we try and sort out everybody's argument as to why we should wait longer.
0: Um, If you'll give us a moment and she sort of gathers the whole group away from you and they just wander quite rudely away (coughs) Um, and you could tell they begin to talk but they're mostly sending to each other for a while. Um, One of the magistrates kind of lingers behind and is just kind of observing the situation. You've never seen him before.
3: Varendra replies to Gwen sending, what are you doing now?
2: Uh, I'll just say, I talked to them, it's going great, they're talking amongst themselves.
3: <laughs> there is not an emoji in any language that can convey what I'm expressing right now. And I'll send a
2: second message, just Varendra, I just channeled you as much as I could.
1: Well,
0: you're asking the crew. Yeah, i um, um, uh, kind of flags you down as you're doing this. He and Ilgoth, I believe, she obviously wanted to, to go, mm-hmm. but he does not. He wants to stay on the ship, and his idea is that, you know, it's his ship, that he wants to take him and enough crew to man it and go out to sea so it's far enough away that it won't be a problem. And perhaps, like you know, skirt the uh, borders of the continent, uh, and be ready. You're going into the interior, so there's no place you could go that would be uh, close. But he says, "I did have one idea, and let's see if you uh, agree with it." Uh, I've spent some time um, gathering some information about the the Great River in the center. It's a it's a a vast river. I don't think there's one on the continent that is sized equal. In quite a few places you can't see the shore from the other shore. and It's very deep and I suggest that you allow me to take the crew in the ship up the river as a sort of grand tour to let's say divide some of the attention that you would be given. Uh, The Iron Train is very conspicuous but this giant artifice behemoth is even more so and i think it would attract some well it would do well to make your trip easier and they would allow you to do
1: that they haven't said they wouldn't that would be my only concern but if you can make that happen then yes i think that's a great idea
0: he shows you a map of the coast and, and like the river goes through the main Imperial city and wanders its way into the interior of the continent it parallels the great road which is probably what you would be taking on the train for quite a long ways past a, another city and then it diverges and goes north into the mountains where it, its origin point is but for a long time along that journey you wouldn't be very far apart in some places the road and the river are right next to each other so this is what I would like... I think Ilgoth will travel with you. I I cannot convince that woman to, like, go against her notions. It's impossible, in fact. He looks around a little bit, but she's not around. (laughs) Um, As far as how you will... um, I I hear that she's negotiated with the magistrates to get uh, an engine of some sort of power. The... Uh, Train, the one she was working on, is not viable (laughs) in that it is um, aggressively over-designed and a little dangerous, I think. Is it powered by Whitestone? Yes. Ah. So, if you like, I could
1: ask the rest of the crew if you agree to this. Uh, Yes, and I think that that would give them something to do and make things a little bit less restless around here.
0: Okay. Perfect. You, you're talking to, uh, you, you. You go to the main city. It's really what it is with the wee timber species. There's no, You can't even get in there anymore. There's no point. They've even moved your little circle out into the hallway. Uh, it's just teeming with life and people. You hear, you know, smells of cooking, song, altercations. The, there's a vote being cast today for something. Uh, some of the uh, the adventurers, the ones that uh, the, or the dirt guys. Uh, The
4: Claw gang? Yeah, the Claw
0: gang has gotten very big, and they kind of, somehow, have become the police, uh, or the closest cognate, and a few of them come out, and uh, the wizened elder, she's there, and a few of the other uh, timorous beasties, and you try to get their attention and explain that, that you're going on another journey. Uh, they get immediately very excited and start jabbering amongst themselves. Um, the elder, she, like, taps her staff, loud noise, and they all shut up. And she says, great Black Oak, we will confer amongst ourselves and have an answer at the end of the day as to who is worthy enough to go on this great journey with you. I have a few that I would like to recommend as well, though they might take some convincing. Yeah, I trust she's looking up there. you. Yeah, I trust that, that will meet your
4: requirements. It does, thank you. She's like, All right, everyone And they're like blah, blah. And they
0: run all over each other. It's like it's like is there like about a thousand people who live in there now, maybe? Yeah. I
4: feel like there's more than a thousand but oh just in that room. Okay, yeah. Yeah just in the room. Yeah. <clears throat>
0: Okay, so they're talking. Uh, the, it's like five or ten minutes, and the, the artifacts comes over. Well, we have come to an accord here, and we will give you a choice. If you wish to go on your own without any help from us, we will not stop you, but good luck. We, we, the magistrates have disavowed any authority or help they will give you, same with the wardens and us, well the artifacts, you did not speak with us, and so we're not inclined to lend aid in that regard, or you can agree to allow the artifacts to sponsor this trip, we will provide you all the um, mechanisms you would need, some defense, and quite a few other benefits that I think you would enjoy. This is the offer that we've come up with, and I think it is as best as you can hope for. It. She's obviously arguing with you. She hasn't given you her name, either.
3: Render
2: is gonna try and find one Yeah, I was about to. <laughs> <laughs> It was fun, but I think I need an adult now.
4: <laughs> nope, sign it. Sign it
0: anyway. It's a 22 coming at you. Um, if you agree to her, you're agreeing to let them do that.
2: Oh. a very good offer, but I can't make this uh, choice on behalf of my other compatriots, so will you please give me a few moments to talk with them and come back to you shortly.
0: Alright, three feet to You get up on deck, Verendrig is like swimming through the air up there, and you look over and you kind of just clock what's going on exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Um. it's a 12 my talent is I've lived long enough to hear this argument from my mouth and the logic remains flawed sure great then it's a 15
3: alright it's a stress
2: alright I will soak um, I'm
3: currently suffering so I'm sad flying right now <laughs> like
0: uh, the,
3: the equivalent of limping
0: yeah um, well you're, you know your mane and whiskers are
2: <laughs> we all need <laughs> a rest pretty bad
0: um, but you swim down and you can get to her really quickly because you don't you just go over the water. Uh, some of the uh, people who are watching kind of draw back.
2: Oh, you're here just in time.
0: <clears throat> well, she speaks up. Um, we, if you... I trust by the end of the day is enough time? Yes. Very well, then. Um, let's see. I'll let you give me a no. You just got here, so you mm-hmm.
1: wouldn't uh, just give me a reflexive no there. What are you guys doing, Counselor? Um... <clears throat> I need a rest. If Arathion's going around talking to the crew and everything like that, I will meet back up with everyone.
2: Um...
0: The Kyra are speaking with the Pale One and follows.
2: I got 15 on no.
0: You don't know what the rank of that artifact is? But the amount of deferral they did to her was kind of remarkable. Because you can tell from the rank of some of the magistrates that they're up there. And the wardens, you know, you see insignia rank up there, it's like that's like a kind of captain. Yeah. And they're just doing what she says. You can ask a, a, a short
2: question if you will. Um when were we offer when were we supposed to talk to them? Because she mentioned we didn't, and I don't remember that ever being an option.
0: Good question. Um yeah, they expected you to reach out to them, and immediately they expect absolute deferment. You realize that group is probably one of the most powerful. In, oh, I hate them. Yeah. <laughs> and then they weren't, like, gunning for you. They expected you to to honor, like, their, their power and uh, reach out to them. So they they all draw away. Uh, she, the artifact is discussing something with one of the wardens, and he takes up the post of one of your guards at, at, at the mouth of the dock. Nods, and they all disperse. They get in their dragons and fly away. The other artifact just like just zooms through the sky.
2: Okay, Verendra. So I did so good. I, I I I was a people person, just like you, or I guess you're a people dragon. Anyway, okay. Um, so we what have. We have the choice, that we were given the choice to either go on our own and be completely uh, cut off from all help. Autonomous. Yes. Or we can work with the artifacts. And they seem to actually rule everything. Actually rule everything. Uh, the way that everyone deferred to them was interesting. Look at the guards like... <coughs> yeah, I know, you're that's, here, it's that's, fine. That's the quiet part, we say that <laughs> Oh. oh okay yeah okay um, <laughs> they seem to rule everything <laughs> and beyond that um we were supposed to talk to them but we didn't know we were supposed to talk to them we were just supposed to
0: you see ilgoth like she goes past you uh Galzareth, and storms up the stairs and down the dock and she's just got a you know she's got this intense look on her face and come she's coming towards you guys while you're having a conversation
2: Oh, also, this may have happened because she requisitioned an engine, and that's why there's this whole... Ah.
0: So, um, uh, have they... are they going to t- deliver it? Is, is that... I had specific... We're I all... had specs, they... they need to have talked to me before they left.
3: No, there... we have... We are expecting an update later this evening for you. Yeah, what she said.
0: Okay, um... So they are going to they going to deliver the engine.
3: We do not know one way or the other. They should provide us with an update this evening.
0: Give me an argument, give a feed. You like has caused you guys
3: some
1: stress in the past, that's <laughs> for
2: sure. A lot, yeah. <laughs> I
3: am mean,
4: pretty uh, sure she causes herself stress on a daily basis. Oh no, yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know. Uh,
3: within this discussion, I can lead others to my own conclusions.
0: Um, sure. Um... I'll probably... you probably have to... 25? Make that a little bit more specific in the future. Okay. Because that's all RU is.
3: Oh, fair enough. Okay.
0: Yeah, she agrees. I was like, I'll I'll be in the engine... Um, well, they're definitely going to help get it off the ship, right?
3: They should, yes. But I'm not sure. I just got here.
0: I don't... (sighs) Fine! And she just kind of slows back onto the ship. Passes you again as you're
1: coming up.
3: Did I have I miss... no idea what's going on with the engines. Clang,
1: clang, clang. Uh, Did I miss something important?
3: Yes, I'm just return to the ship and have further discussion so we don't have to repeat ourselves four times. Uh, Alright. Good point, okay. Um, and I will escort Gwen and Galathrath back to the
2: as we're walking back, I will just say, Galsworth, do you want to be hol- to be become beholden to another overly powerful group of people?
1: See, you say that, and my answer would obviously be no, but I feel like you're angling this in a particular way as to not give me the whole story.
2: No, that's basically all there is to it. It's... that's it. I... no, it... I feel like that is a vast oversimplification. <laughs> Gwen, is right.
0: Did you send, like, something to Black Ops so you know what you're doing? Yes. Yeah, they um, give you a I'll ask gig.
3: everyone to meet in the, the common room.
0: They're, as you were leaving the We Timber Beasties little citadel, they're they're pat- plastering, like, handbills that they just have, and there's going to be a meeting tonight to discuss the issue. They're already putting up streamers and shit and making a big circle in the center of it.
2: Um, I'll, um, Gwen will take a deep breath to calm down for how excited she is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, and she'll info-dump to them what that, what all that was about.
4: Okay. So, so they're willing to provide us with aid and protection of some unknown manner. Uh, in addition for saying they are our patrons, or is it, yes, saying they are a sponsor,
1: a, a sponsorship, it seems like, is what they called it from what you said. Um... I am am uh, inclined to take their offer only under the, uh, under the assumption that, you know, we might need them to get the engine on the thing, on the train. Uh, our other option would be to go with Ilgoths, which we have a limited amount of fuel for in the t- that we can carry in the form of Whitestone. Um, also, um, assuming that we accept their offer and make this less of a headache for Ilgoth by a long way, um, I think that we might be able to come up with at least some amount of stipulations in terms of privacy, or at least something. I think that we should at least speak with them again. Uh, I'm, I wish that we were all there for the original but there was nothing you could do about that
3: I don't think there was going to be much of a discussion at that point. it was it really felt very one-sided. I don't in that we were being scolded for not telling them in the first place cool. Galsworth,
2: I don't I don't think we're going to be able to negotiate with them. I don't think negotiation is an option here well then
1: what mm. what what are what are other options then I,
2: gotta... I don't think that is
3: necessarily true um, because they said they would provide us with aid and provisions and things like that. We could provide them with a list of what Ilgoth needs um, in terms of services and materials um, and what you said with privacy and whatnot.
1: Look, I'm not um, I'm not excited for the prospect of being tied to another one of these. Political factions that are around here, but we need to come up with something. Otherwise the train is just dead in the water
2: Well, Personally, I think that we should tell them all to eat thorns and never deal with them again And we should have them wrap their wounds in hemlock
0: Can we argue you have three feet? It's funny y'all doing this before resting (laughs) Oh, (laughs) yeah, man.
2: I'm all spun out of mine, too, so... I can't spend. Um, that is a 15. Or, no. Shit. That is a 13.
1: <laughs> so agreeing means that we tell them to eat shit? Yep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Let's see.
3: Gwen, I understand your feelings on the matter, and while I don't necessarily disagree, I believe that telling them to eat Thorns, correct, correct. Um, would be hostile and territorial enough that they would cause our plight to be lost in paperwork and we might not get any further assistance from the country, period, in trying to take care of Lena and the mist.
0: And you have a feat us argue.
1: You want me to do it first? Sure. Soften up, please. I know that you feel strongly about. What did you get?
3: Twenty-four.
1: You don't have to lean in. Okay.
3: I'm not leaning in. Thank you.
1: I know you feel strongly about this, but you are letting your emotions cloud your judgment. This is impossible for us to do without it, and you need to understand that. Alright, you yeah, have a feat, that's a dominate.
4: Oh God, is Gwen going to end up, like, stressed out by the end of this? Mm-hmm. Or is she not taking stress? for really?
2: If you guys possible. don't lean in, then i yeah.
0: It depends. Okay.
2: Um, it does depend. Yeah, because I also I, agree I don't give the dominate
0: so the option, usually.
3: Yeah.
1: Not well, you got a 13, I got a 13, so I guess attacker wins on ties. Yeah, you get a stress,
2: Galsworth. Woo. I've never stressed anyone. Oh, actually, it's not true, I have.
1: Every time you open your mouth. <laughs> <all right. laughs>
0: what are you saying there, Black
4: <clears throat> Well, I appreciate that. You do not trust these powers full of their own hubris realize that creatures using weapons made by these beings nearly ended the lot of us and I cannot and I will not risk the transport and injury of what few remain of my people by turning down their offer There's two feet to dominate. Beware the wrath of a gentleman. Sure.
0: 33. Let's see. Even. Alright, that's uh, two-stress.
2: I'm sorry, I'm trying to decide if I should buy more mind with my experience. No, I'm I'm just gonna, if we rest, I'm gonna do this anyway, so I'll take two-stress.
0: Rathian comes in to your meeting, and he immediately senses what's going. I was like, "I, I can."
1: No, go. what is it?
0: Well, your plan. Yes. Yes. Uh, um, predictably, uh, most of the sailors wish to remain with the ship, and take the. They're quite excited about the trek up the river. I assume you've informed your uh, compatriots about this, and um, Ilgoth will be going with you. And I will be remaining with the ship. Um, so, yes.
3: Can you have her provide us with the list of things that she needs for this adve- for this uh, adventure across the, the land?
0: Oh, certainly. Yes. Also,
4: and then, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Please ask her if there are any of the. Uh... Please ask her if there are any of the creatures aboard the ship that she has taken a liking to that she would like to travel with.
0: Um okay. Uh,
1: creatures? I think he means the small ones, the animals. Oh, the the vermin that's just been yeah, yeah, The ones that are helping to run the ship. Yes, that is exactly what he is talking about. Yes. Um
4: okay,
0: yes, I, I will do that. I mean he's very confused and he leaves.
4: <laughs> I love how he's the only one that hasn't noticed them as anything but vermin. Like even Ilgoth like talks to them.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah, I I know um,
3: how the librarian. It's
1: so, um, can you get back in contact with this what, what, artifacts? Artifacts, whatever. With an X, it's better.
3: Uh, you, you mean the with the magistrates to? No, not the magistrates.
1: Yeah. The um, whoever the, this other faction is that we are were unaware previously unaware of.
3: What other so faction they... are we previously unaware of? Yeah. The artifacts. Yes. The ones that were floating.
4: The ones we just had the argument about. Yes. Were that, offered to sponsor us. Yeah, those are the ones that. Yes.
2: They're the ones that uh, we were supposed to seek them out ourselves. So they're a secret organization that that
3: has a lot more power than perceived, but we're supposed to know they exist.
1: No, it just seems that they.
3: I'm sorry. They're yes. definitely not secret.
1: Yeah, they're definitely okay. yeah. It just seems that... I missed that game. In our... our, um,
2: I don't even remember. In our haste
1: to learn the factions that actually met with us, we didn't try to find the... We didn't look for the power that was beyond. It's just known among the people around here. It's assumed. So there was no chance of us finding it out. It just is what it is. Um, It doesn't seem like they are... It seems that they are well-revered, but not necessarily... What's the best way that I can put this? No, not outwardly showing power, but everyone knows.
3: Then that actually would um, assist in our plight with trying to get out of the paperwork of the magistrates by yes. leaving with effectively their permission and good graces. The magistrates wouldn't be able to stop us as
2: easily.
1: I, d- I don't think that they would. Yes.
2: What about the Guild of Interlocution?
1: I think that they would probably have expected this to have happened. Um, they had told us to meet with the magistrates at the very least anyway, too.
2: They're blackmailing us. So I am a bit concerned about that if they don't like the, the decision we make.
1: Who's blackmailing us? They
2: put together the entire, all of the images. You all
0: hear, like, heavy machinery outside the ship being operated far outside, like, yeah, in the harbor.
2: They put together all of the images that were in the comet that the summoner sent, and they have them.
3: Oh! Um, I, if the guild, uh, if, if the guild did not expect this turn of events, then they do not deserve to be the guild.
1: Also, I, I don't <laughs> blackmail. Also, there's nothing. There's nothing that they could show anyone that I would not openly tell them of our past deeds.
3: But again, they ha- they were the ones to encourage us to take the journey on the train uh, across the continent, as long as we helped fulfill fulfill what they asked us to do.
1: Which was meet, find their contact, or Correct. what happened to him.
3: So, realistically speaking having a tie with the um, artifacts will actually shove them further
2: down the line and keep them out of the limelight while we do this task. I'm going to
1: put this in easy terms that I think will be...
2: You don't need to make it simpler. I already agree and see your points. No.
1: I mean, I want to put this in a way that I think illuminates the issues that we're having. No matter what is going to happen, we are going headfirst into a storm. There is no avoiding it. It is how we choose to navigate it at this point. And I think that taking the aid that we need, even if it has strings attached at this point, is the best course of action.
0: Ilgoth shows up. You've been talking for a while. She's got a scroll. She's all bedraggled. And it looks like she has, like, Whitestone just powder just on her. Oh, no. <laughs> she comes in and like, yeah, here's what we need. I assume you're going to go with the artifact... the, the, the engineers... Out of
1: curiosity, um...
0: Sorry for... I mean, I reached out because nothing was getting done, and I, you know, I...
1: So... Out of curiosity... We
3: appreciated it a lot.
1: How, um, confident are you in the engine that you've created? Um... I'm confident in its power output. It is...
0: We have... Okay. I've learned through my, uh, questions through various channels that uh, the Whitestone uh, I haven't never t- like they outright the Laconians have never engaged with the, the Whitestone
1: at all no yeah.
0: they have they know of this they call it ergonite it's apparently a species of synthesized elements um, there's a whole there's a whole pl- they are okay I won't talk about that but they used to use similar uh, the, the elements. Long ago, before the iconography was perfected, uh, it's not—it's deprecated, but they have stores of it in like m- just monstrous amounts of the stuff. And in any case, if we split the amount for the train and the ship, or even like by a third, it's more than enough to power the iron train. Compared to the ship, it's time. That's an issue: The issue of stability and control. She, this is really pain. it's obviously painful for her. I don't, I haven't been able to institute uh, an engagement with the systems that is anything but crude. So, a couple of levers and a start. It, that's about it. Um, if I had more time, I could make it, it'll function. It'll function. Mm. If that's what you're
3: asking. It'll function yet primitively.
0: Well, yes, it's okay. so, and yeah, we'd find out very quickly.
1: do you think that we should uh that, that we should go ahead with this acquisition of the new engine that they have? Well, they're offer yeah, if they're offering an engine I'd just take that. okay well, I think we have our answer then Thank you a lot. Uh, we'll get back in contact with them and make sure that that gets here quickly. Alright. she points to her screen traits the list All right, yeah. Uh,
0: I'm gonna go. And she looks at her. So oh oh dear. And she like very carefully puts brushes like dandruff, the white stone onto the table, and then like t- takes takes a card and puts it into
1: a vial like that. Mm, okay, <laughs> just slightly more stable white fox Fritz. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gasoline. Yeah. I,
0: I I need to rest. You okay. should. And you all look like well okay, yeah. I'll I'll go rest. Uh, good evening. Good night. Um.
4: All right, Gwen, I did wish to apologize if my tone came off more harshly and impassioned than I had meant it to.
2: As much as I appreciate that, you are all correct. I just don't like the idea of being beholden to someone else, another master. I I had a whole
3: ledger with millions of reasons why I did not want to be beholden to someone else. I, I do understand.
1: There is a difference between being beholden to somebody and accepting their aid. We obviously know that there are strings attached here, but I don't think that they... I would hazard a guess that they are overconfident in their abilities and underestimate us in such a way that they think they can just control us.
0: It's about an hour later, I'd say. You get a, a sending, it's very polite, when from the artifacts herself, very professional, fun and very subdued, and it's just, here is uh, my information to contact me as to your answer. It's, you know, very polite.
2: I just received the, the information we need to contact them. Verinda, would you write this out, please?
3: Mm. Um, certainly. Uh, Verender will take the scroll that Ilgoth has provided and digitize it in the sending Mm -hmm. to include that in the list um, and uh, effectively write out um, an apology for um, disrupting the order and nature of operations for the uh, for the artifacts because we did not mean them like apologize for our ignorance. We did not mean any disrespect. Um, the second thing we'll all mention is that we we will accept their aid and offer, and provide um, a list of things we might need uh, to continue this journey if they would assist, and um, uh, to thank them uh, graciously for their introduction, the uh, introduction and um, future alliance. And I'll send that to Gwen. So she can put it in her words and send it off.
0: Give well, me a no roll when you have a
3: Hidden secrets of her? No. Okay. Uh, 27.
0: Okay. Yeah, you manage to make it say all the things you want. It's apologetic, but not too apologetic. You don't lose face with it. And you... Now, at this point, the sort of... The visual appearance of it is getting kind of second nature. Mm-hmm. And everybody, obviously... You, you suddenly realize, oh, everyone has their own style with sendings. That's what it is. They're not just randomly picking things. They just kind of have a style. And yours is you know, very like square and austere but there's just sort of a hint like a a dragon scale will be in the corner or something like that um and you send it off Mm -hmm. within moments you all get ascending so it's like uh thank you very much uh we are in anticipation of this beginning the unloading of your train and there's a yeah there's sounds and ilgoth runs by like, like, she's, like, really super excited, doesn't know where to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes up on deck.
2: It, Tired it's,
4: to her bed so she can rest whether she wants to or not.
0: Yeah. She's, will, like, half in her, like, normal, like, dressing gown and still got her shoes on, though.
2: I know it's the right decision, but, Vurindra, can we paint their engine with ram's blood? It would make me feel happier about this whole thing.
3: Um, I'm going to defer to Ilgoth's ex- expertise on that because I'm not certain how ram's blood will or will not affect its proper usage and function.
1: Can I just... Uh, this just the little... Uh, the sheep that the Kyrager made just in the corner <laughs> looking at us.
3: <laughs> He's got one, like,
1: of lettuce that is stopped chewing. Because <laughs> 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 I was going to say, where are you going to find a ram around here? <laughs> yeah. Um, it, I oh, would, yeah, you know
0: that the pale one and... Tall uh, Tall's uh, going where Lina goes, and she's yeah. going on the ship. But the pale one and Fallas are staying on the, the ship itself. Okay. She's got her research okay. there, and she doesn't want to leave it.
1: I'm going to go speak with the artifacts, or the magistrates, or whoever it is that are that are offering to send us with
2: the artifacts.
1: With with the guard, who's sending the guard precisely? The artifacts.
2: Okay. Yes.
1: You go up. Uh, yeah, it's so like I was, I'm going to go speak with them about, let's call it coordinating the defense of
3: the Characters. You might be able to do that. Do you need to do that in person?
1: I mean, I would like to, yes.
3: Then you should request an audience. There's an enormous
1: amount of activity. Would
3: you like me to request an audience for
1: you? I can do it. I'll, um... (laughs) It's making grandpa email. Uh,
3: There's a, there's a, a flame gif from, like, the 90s.
1: Uh, so I will, uh, I will, uh, I will send a, uh, a request to, uh, the artifacts. That's... Her, now, you do have her name now. She's Z X E. Okay. I will send a request to Z, um, uh, to, uh, meet to go over the, uh, defense of the caravan moving forward and you coordinate get, You get an
0: automated reply that, uh, is tailored to you. It, it says, essentially, that, uh. The plans are going forward, and uh, I am best reached in the morning. Hmm. Once these have been uh, accomplished, do you go up on deck? Yeah. When you get up on deck. It's just this flurry of activity. It's insane. Uh, there are lesser-ranked artifacts up on the ship, and they're trying to. A couple of them are trying to crowd Ilgoth, and there is uh, floating. Uh, it's a dragon,
4: but it's really
0: heavily built. And it's hovering next to the ship. It's got this monstrous crane-like arm that has—it looks like just a a flat square chunk of that silvery metal that's everywhere. And it's just picking up like a magnet the iron pieces of iron train like it's nothing. Like the 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 ship, your ship moves a little when it comes up, but that ship doesn't move at all. It's like holds it up. And you see that half the train's already on the dock. You can see just an army of engineers and artifacts there. There's no warrens except for your guard, and no magistrates at all. There is uh, covered in some sort of silvery cloth is a giant machine of some kind. There are um, other, like, they look like essentially, well, they function like wheelbarrows, but they're floating, and they have like crates of supplies on them. And yeah, they're, they're almost halfway done. They were probably getting ready while you were having your discussion in anticipation that you would say yes. Eventually, Ilgoth is like somebody manages to talk sense, and she kind of wavers a little bit, almost looks like she's about to pass out, and then just gives up and goes down to her quarters.
3: Uh, Vreger will return to her quarters and check in on her curator.
0: Oh, yes. Um, The most important thing. He has made for himself a tiny little alcove. It's very respectful. It's in the corner near the port hole, and it's got a little rope swinging up up there. And it's on a stack of books that you don't use very often. And he's got scrolls that he's translated uh, into something that he can read. Uh, He's covered in, like, book dust, like old, dry, rotted book dust.
4: Is this new? Is this from last game?
2: Oh, yeah. And he waves
0: when you come in. Uh... He he has a scroll. For him, a huge scroll in his hand. For you, it's like a stamp. Mm -hmm. He's wavering it.
2: He's one of mine. Yeah, he's one of yours. I think he taught himself how to speak our language.
3: Good. Um, Verinder will pick uh, pick it up and read the the tiny scroll.
4: Okay,
0: Um, it's it's written as big as he can. You can pick it out. Mm -hmm. Um, He found um, an old. Uh, entry of a monk from one of the priesthoods of the three on the old continent mm-hmm. uh, ages and ages ago like way before the summoner and anything else uh, it's, it's written in old Eletherian, mm-hmm. the, the little mouse has figured out a way to he's either literate in it or is able to translate very well and there's a quotation about the, the title of his monastic order uh, the devotees of the children and he's got some notes where this phrasing is uh, other books where he's found that phrasing too and he's very excited about it
3: um, I'll write a response back saying that um, this is wonderful I, uh, I applaud your, your uh, new find um, please continue on with your research and if you wish to remain here on the ship you, um, you may or you may travel with me um, in my private quarters, when we venture on land,
0: he kind of looks around and he's about to write something, and, and then he makes this motion, like it is okay if he, like, because you're down there talking, yeah. if he jumps on your arm. So he, he scur- scuttles up all the way uh, up to your sinuous neck mm-hmm. and near where your ear patch is. And he's like, Um yeah, the, but what are we going to do
3: without the books? Oh, we can fit most of these books in, in my cabin. Okay. Um, well, your greatness, thank you.
1: I would appreciate this time to
4: expand
3: my wisdom. You should really check out those notes that I did there. I will read them now. I've never seen that sort of phrasing with all the liturgical interest. I haven't either. It's my speciality.
0: <coughs> and, and you look at him and, he, and uh, yeah, like even for a mouse, he's got a high-pitched voice and you don't know why you know that, uh, but he scurries down and back to his little alcove, and he brushes himself off and sits there and immediately falls asleep. He's probably been up all night.
3: Well, unpacking a million books and stuffing them in the train, I'm making a little house for the mouse.
0: Is everybody going to want to take a rest? Yes, yes,
1: My yes. yes. God.
4: I do want to uh, advise the, uh, the artificers that are moving things uh, that... They will also need to, or we will need their assistance in moving the large clot of dirt with the trees in it. One of
0: the engineers says, I was understanding that this was staying on the ship as it goes upriver. So that it could have an an easier uh, disembarkation when you find an appropriate space for it.
1: That's fair. We're going to be parallel with them for a very long time. Okay. Right. There are,
0: in fact, several locations. Um, I'm not a botanist, but uh, we do have one in our employ who has a list of three or four locations and are most auspicious. Uh, I can get that to you.
4: That is appreciated. And uh... I
0: personally recommend one of the uh, uh, sacred islands on the river itself, but... I went there as a boy for vacation, and I have a sort of romantic memories.
4: One, thank you for your insight. I, uh, I, I will follow. I will heed your advice. Um, <clears throat> two, what is the name and location of the sacred island? I'll give it consideration.
0: Oh, there's several of them. A few. The one you recommend? Oh, uh, the. Uh, little green stone. It's named after the city that's a few, well, you'll go into the city eventually on your way, but it's named after the city. It gives you some dimensions. It's pretty large, which kind of lets you know how big the river is. You know, the, the actual island itself is like several miles long and a mile wide. Um, and it tells you that there are some unnamed islands too that would be appropriate enough that could support large trees. But that one is probably the biggest, the closest, and no one's allowed on it except for like official. Uh, he he talks about the the caretakers, which is yet another organization within Laconian Governance. Or basically you know the parks parks department. <laughs> in,
4: your, in your designation,
0: oh uh, ilk. Yes, I am uh, here for smaller matters of uh, logistics. When somebody comes up to him and he tells him to put something somewhere.
4: Thank you. You are the first person to give uh, give useful information in this regard. I have my thanks.
0: Oh, well. It's uh, exciting to see the people of the old world come back. And then he, he has this weird look in his eye like he said too much, and he, and he excuses himself and leaves.
4: Uh, as he leaves, I will, uh, as the humans do, offer to shake his hand yeah. and clasp it in mine. Uh, I will attempt to offer him a blessing if he will accept
0: it. Like, are you going to speak it out loud or just doing it in conflict, like without words?
4: Uh, I feel like I will... I'm going to offer. I'm going to offer to offer him a blessing verbally and see if he would like it. Because I feel like doing so otherwise would be treading on some weird, uh, yeah, an, um, anti-theist territory.
0: No, uh, he is very polite about it, but would uh, you suggest that he's kind of terrified? Okay,
4: right. then I will. I will decline.
1: All right, everybody gets a brief rest.
2: Yay. I'm not suffering.
1: Is anybody cursed?
2: No, nope. but I am going to be still spent out of soul and just carrying around a wound. I
1: think I've been spent out of mine for like the last dozen rests.
2: You only
4: heal yeah, uh, one well, one uh, injury unless you have uh,
1: tough willful
0: or pure. T-
4: okay.
1: All right. Cool.
2: That's why I took the two stresses. It's because I'm willful. So I was just like, all right, I can just deal with that.
1: Um. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm spent out of. Soul, almost all of my mind, but I have to heal body.
1: Mm-hmm. I might start using the. <laughs> I might start focusing through the heart more. I just spend so much.
3: Um, and I would love for the. You know, I've only to... been in the city Who's... for like a week. Who's yeah. stressed? I'm not stressed. I'm not anymore.
4: I am slightly stressed.
3: Okay. Do we get a... You get an action if okay. you want
4: that to be your action.
3: Um. I will go ahead and make that my action.
4: Ooh.
0: So you're gonna talk to him.
3: Um, yeah, so I will go down and visit Black Oak, and actually, um, to, uh, relieve some of, uh, the tension that he might have, I'm going to ask him to tell me a little bit about his Timorous Wee Beasties, and, uh, tell him of my new tenant, and basically ask his advice. Did
0: I give you a name for the
3: little guy? Yes, I just don't remember. Okay, I don't want to... Do you remember, Andrew?
0: What the?
1: Oh gosh!
0: I don't have it written down, so I don't want to override that. We'll just not.
3: Use it was me. really good too. I just don't remember what it was. Oh, oh shit!
4: We, we can dig it up. Yep.
3: Yeah. It's in my notes. I just don't have them.
4: Right.
3: Um, but yes, so I will. Uh, I will ask on his advice on how to to be hospitable and have a good relationship and such.
4: He has learned your language, or the language of men.
0: Yes. you was speaking in old Alithirian, too. Like, really archaic.
4: <laughs> if you wish, I could teach you to speak. Is it which? was this name?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember, because, you know, I made the obvious joke. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so, she
0: describes... Uh, the, uh, I. You don't have to, if you don't want to, you can relate some of the tales. because mm-hmm. You haven't really revealed, like, the, their entire all the goings-on with the timber species too much in there, and they don't have that much interaction with them. So if, it depends right. on how much you want to reveal.
4: Yeah, no, I'll, I'll reveal... It's not a secret. It's just he doesn't think to, the same way, you know, you don't think to talk about, like, oh, yeah, well, my, uh, you know, my stepsister over in California did yeah. X, Y, and Z. Um, yes, no. Um, the The... As near as I can tell, I think... My presence facilitates their existence.
3: I can't be more specific than that.
0: You can give me a roll on the... You just kind of let it in talk.
3: Yeah. Basically using... Oh, my God. Um, 30.
0: Okay. So that's uh, 3. Or, uh, no, it's a 6. So, uh, 4.
4: Stress? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... I believe my presence facilitates their existence, but I'm not entirely sure how. It's one of the uh, it's one of the minor mysteries of the world that doesn't bear too deep a look into. The more you understand it, the, the less wondrous it becomes.
0: What's everybody else doing? Uh,
2: I will use. Uh, I'll go to my quarters and I'll use some. Uh, charcoal, and I will scrawl on each of my eyelids the rune for silver and arrow, and the center of my forehead the rune for dream, uh, and I will attempt to sleep and scry and dream for my silver arrow.
0: Okay. Um, You can have two feats for that. That's an invoke. What are you, using your rune magic? Yeah. Okay.
4: Does that take up my action as also to heal? Not to
0: get healed. Okay. No. She was just, it's just the flavor of how it was going. She's like, oh, tell me more about that.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's reverse psychology. Instead of me guiding you, I'm just
2: going to distract you. Uh, it's only a 13.
0: Okay. I'll get you in a bit. Gals are um, Now, your soldiers, they usually stay pretty close to your quarters. Um, they seem completely fine. But you've come across them sitting in their room, just sitting, not eating or drinking, barely moving at all. Uh, And they seem no worse for
1: wear. Okay. (laughs) Right now we've just been ignoring that issue. Um, I'll actually go sit with them um, and uh, explain to them what the plan is, where we're going, what's going on and um, uh, and see if I can interject some amount of humanity into this very, very sad group of automata. Um, you can give me a no on that. Uh, um, nine.
0: Um, they are, to the extent that they express any emotions but duty, they seem intrigued about the source. I um, want to mention something about destiny. The others are... very, very focused on the realization of your goal. Whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. But they don't speak very much. In watching their interactions, once you start speaking to them, they will speak a bit. And they interact with each other. You're You're pretty sure that they're intelligent and that they have an identity... But it's completely subsumed in probably an overwhelming sense of purpose that is not like a level that humans ever have. Uh, you don't know if that would be, you don't think it's a torment, but it's like what if everything that you do was guided by an unbelievably powerful purpose whose existence is confirmed every second of the day, you know it's true, and you're doing everything for that purpose, that it just drowns out anything else that they might have.
1: But okay. I will, uh, I will, because I've done this before. Uh, talk to them about their about their purpose and everything. But I, I I kind of understand that it's very deeply tied to me, so I'm not gonna press too hard. Have they referred to you as anything before? Um. Yes, it was. Oh goodness gracious. Um. I don't remember uh, if they gave me a, a term or anything like that. It is, it's been so long since I've since I've done anything with that. Um, so let's say no. Uh,
0: <laughs> one refers to you as the opener of the ways. Okay. It's one calls you indirectly, like... Uh... One of the exalted. Got it. Some of the, the things they say remind you a little bit of home. Just in the, in but, the inverse, in the inverse, yeah. Um, in fact, in the hells, uh, in the the red waste, there you know there were demonic servitors of greater demon lords and such. You were always sort of a hands-on kind of guy, uh, but the, those were slaves, uh, and either enlisted in service or summoned or created by demon lords who have a little bit more sense of planning, and uh, and they would lead armies and such. They were just devoted to their ward and sort of lived and died by their word, um, usually came to a tragic end. You don't recall whether they were made from the souls of sinners or they were demonic in nature on their own. But you didn't think about that much while you were there. The dispensation of the souls of the damned was never part of
1: your uh, deal. No, just lots of blood and fire. Yeah. Um, Alright. So what were you going to do as your action?
4: Uh, I am going to uh, spend time with uh, my... Charges, uh, <clears throat> the trees. Uh, I'll have Tall out there as well after Lena goes to bed. Um, and I will attempt to uh, further recollect and remember uh, the Forgotten Songs of the Forestmen.
0: Okay. Um, what do you usually roll for that? Uh,
4: I think previously I was rolling uh, No. Yeah.
0: Okay. Go ahead.
4: Hold the Wisdom of Bygone air in a Fallen Forest. I would hope it flies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fourteen.
0: Okay. Yeah, you recall snatches of an old song. Tall picks it up. He hasn't sung much before, but he's, I don't know, gotten a little bit more, a little less closed down. And he has a nice voice, actually, and he takes to it. You don't remember all of the song, and you don't think it's the one that you're looking for but it puts you in mind of it. It's about sleep uh, awaiting uh, what will be a long winter for the spring to come. Uh, It's very sorrowful but most of these songs were to some degree. But it ends on a hopeful note and you don't remember the second verse. Um, Tall seems very even more serious than he normally is after it's done. And he quietly takes his leave. You can put a, a, a tick next to what if you have that ongoing. Thing. I do.
4: Uh, one tick?
0: Yeah. Okay. How many do you have?
4: Uh, th- that will put me at three total. Okay.
0: okay. All right. Um, you're all awoken the ne- next morning. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> um, by a, a lot of uh, just heavy equipment and sounds of strange engines. And like, Verinder, outside your porthole, you see like a dragon just like going by your ship, you know, just wakes you up. You have a, a sleep. One of those uh, horrible ones where you're paralyzed and your your body's there. And you rise up out of your body, moving around. Uh, there is a silvery dust in the air. And you look on your sleeping form. It looks like you're dead, like cold lips and everything. And you're even in a funeral aspect with your arms crossed. The uh, The Charcoal that you put on your face is a really in high relief. You realize, oh, it's everything's kind of black and white, and silvery dust sort of drifts around. You follow it out into the corridor, and it drifts up into the up the stairs and outside. It's night, but it's brightly lit somehow. Mm-hmm. Like the moon is very close; you can just feel it out there. Um, as you're passing to follow it upwards, you, you know that, okay, I could follow it, or I could go down the path and look on my compatriots and see how they are taking their rest. And it's one of those, like, I have to choose.
2: I look on my compatriots.
0: You, If you first go to Galzareth's room, uh, he is uh, sleeping. Uh, and his soldiers are outside guarding, and they look at you with their eyes. You see above each of them is a a brutal-looking glyph in some language you don't understand, just floating. And this, these glow blue. It's, like, one of the only colors you see. You try to remember what they are. They're each different. They're each a designation of some kind, which gives the aspect of absolute servitude and binding and duty. Um, but they're different. Each one's different. And they give you a nod of respect, but they have their hands on their weapons. Um... He just looks asleep and his dreams are not revealed to you. You go past where Black Oak you usually stay up on deck so he's not there but you find there's a whole line of timorous beasties who are wandering the hallways. They stay up at night a lot and they're just little sparks of intent and dreams little songs and snippets a couple of the one of the dormice who's wearing a, a cloak, she looks at you and yelps and squeaks, and the other's are like, what are you looking at? Like, what's going on? And she's like, freaking out, and just runs away, terrified. You have no idea what your visage is. You pass by a wind, a, a window that's reflective, and you see it's just this gaunt figure with your tresses all the way down, just covering your body entirely.
2: Oh, the, I'm all grudged out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, one so, of the
4: timber species uh,
0: You, Varendra's coiled up in her room and you see like it's almost impossible to make her out because covering the books or the stories that they're telling just sort of dripping out of them almost like liquid Uh, you see another beastie uh, sleeping in the corner and languages like text tiny little script is coming up off him she's having dragon dreams and you realize that if you interrupt those you're engaging with old rules that neither you nor she understand very well (laughs) you could steal something from them you can see the golden and silver script coming out. Things about ancient hoards and greeds and debts of honor and forgotten secrets that are just drifting up off of her. You can just snatch one of them if you want
2: to. I will not.
3: Okay. I imagine I'm, like, cuddling my little gem as I sleep like a teddy bear. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Mm. Concerning behavior. Well, just
1: the Hope Diamond. Uh, <laughs> you pass by... Um,
0: Ilgoths and Arathians, like the, the doors are closed, but you can just move through them. And they are sleeping in the same bed, and she's just out, just completely, like, dreamless sleep because she's been up for days. And uh, his dreams are of the sea, and the ocean that he's dreaming of is floating above him, and it's just liquid gold, just liquid gold in a fiery red sky. Um, and there's a sense of doom about it that you can't quite define. Uh, you feel like your time's drawing close, and you drift away back towards your body. You see the silvery uh, dust starting to fade. It was probably pointing the way to the arrow. You um, find yourself back at your sleeping form, and you realize you could just not um, inhabit it again if you wanted to, and drift out over the waves. You could just walk through the poor colors. And out onto the ocean. If you wanted, there's this kind of a siren's call from the ocean, like very quietly calling to you.
2: Uh, I will. I will in my body.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's this weird sense of disappointment and loss, and then suddenly you're asleep and having normal dreams again, um, and uh, you realize that, like it was a dream within a dream, and you go back to normal. Everybody is woken up. Yeah, and then there's a horrible crash and you just stand, start up in bed feeling like you haven't taken a breath in a while. Your, your hand is cut across the palm like your silver arrow had been clutched in your... Uh, but it's, it's already healed up partly like it's days old. There's a tone to the ship and it means like, a, you know, a bridge, a meeting of some kind.
2: All right. I'll go. I won't wipe any of the charcoal off my face. I'll just go. <laughs> I will attend the meeting.
0: Yeah, it's a. There's enough people that it's not on the bridge itself. There aren't as many engineers and artifacts on the ship. The train's gone. The, uh, they have put, uh, probably the ilk has placed great canisters of that silvery metal, near where your trees are. And one of them is open and it's got loam in it. And one of the uh, lower ranking engineers is carefully placing the loam on the uh, into the soil. And they've arranged another series of canisters with some sort of mechanism you don't understand that has a, a silver tube that drips water onto it uh, intermittently. And it's all been kind of bolted down and is in a framework so it doesn't move. Uh, the, uh, the ship looks kind of bare. The, uh, Ilgoth has woken up. She looks a lot better. She's even had a shower and everything. Arathion's there. old Tom and Ulthar, who called the meeting, he's like, Ulthar's like, well, so there's been plans, apparently.
3: I've been told
0: that
1: we're to head upriver. I had assumed that you had been told this already. My apologies. Aratheon's like, well, I, I did, I
0: tried, but he was like five jugs deep into his wine. He didn't, it's, it's, you have to be able to understand how I do business. And if I, then yes, this is the new plan. Fine. Um, well, we, we're sailing upriver to the, the source of the river?
1: I believe the river, from what we understand, goes into the mountains. It will travel for quite some time. The goal is to be in parallel with us as we travel through the land here. No, and
0: then make our way back as you come back, I suppose? Yes. yes. All right. Well, we'll take it as a, a mapping tool, I suppose.
3: Exactly. Well,
0: except I have. And he pulls out a scroll, clearly, of Laconian make. Of like, It's obviously artificial vellum. And he rolls it out, and it stays flat in his hands like it's held there. And it's a beautifully ma- uh, made map and very... Uh, colorful of the whole region with everything written down a whole like compass on the side and you know points of interest it's like it's not necessary but I'd like to take my own maps you know these things it's very well done but they can be inaccurate you got you have to be in the water
3: you see <laughs> <laughs> I agree yeah.
1: I was going to say no it's already been done this lacks heart Needs the annotations of a shipmaster, I would think. Yes, <laughs> precisely. <laughs>
0: well, um, you're on the deck, so he points over to uh, the dock. There's been it's been cordoned off. There's like temporary fencing put around the iron train, which has all been assembled, and the engine has been placed in front of it. It, it has clearly been designed to not look as at, very out of place. It's, it's not unlike, you know, a steam train's engine, it's just, it's, it, it's wheels are of a similar type to the rest of the train, and it's, it looks like it's made and bound in black iron, but it has a white, a bluish white um, cylindrical tapered uh, centerpiece, and you can just feel like the distortions of space around it as it hums with power. You, it's got obviously iconography all over the thing, and there's an engine compartment, And you look over there, and you see Ilgoth is already out on the train messing with it. She seems like as soon as you guys came up, she ran out there. Um, And uh, so you don't know if the black is just their strange materials they use that's just colored to look like black iron, or if they just incorporate it into it. It sort of makes sense for the ship uh, and for for the train, and and you hear like a... (laughs) and the train begins to move. Some engineers are, like, waving at her to stop and things like that. Well, um, I don't know what kind of speed this is, Orathon. you can make in the train as it is. Um, I would imagine it's comparable. We are going upriver, but the power of the ship is um, quite great, and it's not... A, at this point, the river is not very powerful. Uh, we will try to keep a pace with you, but don't... You know, worry too much about it staying exactly parallel. He points to the map that Ulthar is holding up, like you know, for like 500 miles or so. Yeah, you parallel the, the great road parallels the river, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it just gently begins to diverge as it gets more in continent and the more into the continent, and the uh, river itself bends north, and it starts to get a little bit more. Its course starts to get less regular, and, and it continues on. For at least another thousand clicks.
1: Uh, looking at this map right now, uh, do I see the location that the uh, that the Guild of Interloc- Interlocutors want us to go to investigate? Oh, the source. Oh, was it all
0: the way? Up? Was it just at the source? Well, they want you to go to the source itself, which is a mid continent, and this part of the map isn't. That's not shown. Okay. And they had, uh, I forget who they were asking you to look into.
1: They wanted us to find or find uh, one of their contacts or evidence as to what happened to him.
3: Um, And they did not provide us with the name, but would provide us with the information once we left.
1: Yeah, you don't have any information right now.
0: Uh, But there's, you know, the old city is in and around that place of the source. It used to be the old capital a long time ago. Mm -hmm. By any other, uh, by the old continent standards, it's probably a vast city, but it's pretty small compared to the Imperial City itself. Mm -hmm. Um, You have a bunch of messages with some details, Mm -hmm. like the map that shows that.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, They've checked off all the items that uh, Ilgoth wanted, uh, which was, some of it was like an enormous supply of uh, Pale Ergonite, which is white stone, which you see now is up on the deck, just kind of sitting in very thick walled metal containers. Probably twice as much as what was on the ship before. Jesus. And t- two smaller containers that are labeled differently, and it's like uh, blue ergonite. Oh no. Um,
4: oh, no. Oh, good. We've gone from uranium to plutonium. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: And um, a, a bunch of supplies. There's plenty, of, you could tell that the iron train has been kitted out. Uh, there are the guardsman who's at the dock, is the only warden there and
1: there are just artifacts and engineers around. Yeah. Okay. What are you guys doing? Um, I was going to go try and meet with the uh, with the artifacts if she's down there. Uh, Z, I believe her name was. She is not, but do you give her a sending? Uh, yes, I'll try again since she instructed me to try again in the morning, <clears throat> basically. And she
0: immediately responds and says that she will uh, meet with you in, m- momentarily.
2: Okay.
3: I will start... Pulling
0: all of my there. books down into my quarters. Okay. Oh. It, you guys going take all your shit and put
1: it in, in the train? Uh, for the most part, I don't have much shit. So. Yeah, I, don't I have
3: very much. So. I have a library. It's, it's just it's just me my books. Okay.
1: How Verinder carry her books?
3: Yeah. yeah. If you want
4: to
1: give me a labor, or somebody wants. Sure. I I will do the best
2: I can. I don't have. Oh, order. I can
4: roll dice. Rebuild that which was destroyed. No. Oh.
2: Uh, nope, I get a five. Nope,
1: four. Wait, let me you're see if I can help you. Three! Okay. You carry some scrolls. Yeah. I got an eleven.
4: Thirteen.
0: Yeah, between you two, you're just able to stack piles of books in uh, Black Oak's arms, and it just holds branches around it. And you, it's just going down the dock itself, it's a little, because you're worried that someone's just going to dump, like, <laughs> centuries of knowledge into the water. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. but you uh, put them into your quarters. I assume everybody kind of just naturally went to their old quarters in the... And it's yeah. like you left it. It's obviously been cleaned. There's no no sign of, like, any flesh or anything else, although the Kyrager has moved into his old place.
2: I was uh, going to say, I think he had, like, a flesh space heater and things like that in there. Yeah,
0: a lot of that has either been removed or changed. You can't... But he's put strange things... Uh, he's brought it, the flesh pup, you think, and... Uh, his little lizard creatures there. And he's sort of moved in. He's being quiet and not speaking with anyone. Um Tal and Lena are really excited, or she's really excited, to go to their own room. And, and Lena's talking about the governess and doesn't m- kind of understand... How that she was not a good person. She just has all these memories of her. And, but like, now that we're grown up and we don't have anyone to tell us what to do, and Tal's like, yes, of course. <laughs> and, but we must abide by our duties. And she brings all her stuff. And, and within like 20 minutes, you've got it loaded. Okay. Like, Gwen, you don't have much a stuff Like, tiny
3: T-Rex arms. The dogs. dogs aren't
0: super excited about being back on the train, but they've just been napping this whole time while you guys were off having adventures. So they're milling around... Uh, doing what dogs do. Um, the Z comes, uh, floats in on, it's a silvery disc, like with like a, a pole that sticks up to some kind of control mechanism, ends of an orb, and she's just barely touching it, lands delicately in front of you, wearing, a, it looks like more formal wear and less artifacts, uh, tools on her. Like she's come from a meeting or is going to one. It's like, yes, I trust things are going. According to plan?
1: It would appear so, yes. I I must thank you again for agreeing to this arrangement. And thank you for your aid. Um, You'll have to forgive our ignorance. It would seem that we might have caused offense in our, well, lack of knowledge of this place. I don't know what you mean, but uh, I'll take it in the manner in which it is given. Um, I wanted to speak with you briefly on the uh, proposed defense of this... Caravan. I wanted to know what you had in mind.
0: Well, uh, she hops off the little skimmer and uh, holds, uh, pulls out a, a little square of bluish gem, like translucent, looks like something carved out of a sapphire. And she does something in it with the iconography and it just explodes into this very elaborate uh, landscape. And like, it's looks like you're looking at a mini map in a video game. It shows the. Prop- proposed course of the train and the ship going up the river. Um, points of interest and such. And then she manipulates it. Um, we will provide for you, on the ship itself, just two guardsmen. She points to the one who's been guarding your ship. And he nods. And one of our uh, fourth rank artifacts. It's a, a stout, well, stout for a Laconian man who nods. He's covered with like artifacts and stuff. He, he's the one who's probably hooking up the engine. Uh, but we have, and she zooms out and you see like dots in the sky of dragons that will be far away where you can't have a visual, but they'll be tracking your location and going with it. And at various points along the route, we have uh, already made arrangements with the uh, interior artifacts to uh, monitor. And as you can see, we're providing a great deal of distance and not interfering, as is your requirement. But should anything happen, the dragons can engage with threats, or what have you, very quickly.
1: Mm.
0: The We've already informed in Old City of our uh, guild house there, to expect you, well, we don't have an exact time, but it is about 2,000 clicks, and although this train is very powerful, it can't move at a pace safely, as uh, uh, the hover trains can. So, mm, a
1: week. Um, I wanted to uh, ask you another thing to make clear. Um, Shall we say ask what by this sponsorship is going to be expected of us exactly?
0: Oh, um, well, we would ask that you do not hmm well, it should go without saying, but not interfere with the of operations of uh, the artifacts or the magistrates, um, any of the uh, you know logistics of the the various cities you'll be passing through, not to cause too much of a disturbance among the citizenry. Uh, if you ha- I don't believe you've been informed of any uh, secrets that need to be kept. Um, if you have any other arrangements with other let's say factions, that I would be hesitant for you to. Try to fulfill those arrangements if it would go against the, let's say, um, goodwill
1: of the people themselves. I see. You can give me a no role on that. Yeah, I, I give. A, I think that's uh, ruthless tactician. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Um.
0: Eleven. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of loaded. You're choosing rewards very carefully. Mm-hmm. The implication is that they know that you've made arrangements with other factions. Mm-hmm. But you get the impression that they don't know exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: and they're asking you to like, keep your head down and not cause trouble. I see. Um, yes, I believe I, I, believe I understand.
0: Um, there is a matter that uh, this I will leave to you. Word of your uh, egress from the Imperial City has reached uh, the the populace as it has. And you have a few, let's say, camp followers who are wanting to follow you into the um, interior. Hmm. How large
1: a following?
0: Well, that's... It is not as many as we expected, but there are... A large populace of denialists, who we somewhat concerned with. A few of those, um, uh, I don't know what they're called, the, the, the youths who you've had some interaction with. Ah,
1: I know exactly who you're talking about. The, um... And a large number of the um, altered, uh,
0: about 20 of the, uh, those who've, uh, who have rather
1: extensive alterations. She's really quiet when she's saying that. I would be inclined to not impede them so long as they're not dangerous. Well,
0: we will instruct them to remain at a respectful distance. Um, this has sort of become a, a grand event. Uh, the, the the train will make quite an impression. They've never seen anything like that before. Um, so, if you had any hope about this being a private affair, I...
1: No, I... I didn't believe that that was going to be the case. I imagine that there will still be some modicum of privacy within our chambers and on the train itself. Oh yeah, it's
0: part of our service. We we we've done a clean sweep. There'll be no uh, imps or any other uh, eyes on you. That is much appreciated. Um, I myself, of course, will be remaining here. Uh, you can contact me, and she gives sends you a name of like for the artifacts who will be and dragons following you mm-hmm. and the names of ones along a couple of the townships along the way and uh, Greenstone City which is your next big destination
1: I um, I'll, I'll get I'll, I'll lean in a little bit closer um, and, and say I assume that you well know um, the purpose of our overarching diplomatic envoy into the city mm-hmm. and beyond. I assure you that, our, that that the intentions of this party are only to stop the encroachment of things that are coming.
0: Oh, that. Well, yes, we, we do um, thank you for your help in that. If there's nothing else, I suppose it's uh, no time like the present. Indeed. Um, so she sends out a signal, and uh, all the uh, the rest of the artifacts who are working around, they sort of disperse. They remove the barriers. Um, the guard from the dock gets on, and he, he's going to stay in like the little guard house that you used to have, but you don't have anywhere near as many people anymore. Uh, it's like, Tall, Lena, you guys, the dogs... Yeah, Ulthar and Olthar Arathion are staying on the ship, and Ilgoth, who is not, you don't know if you were expecting to get a pilot for the ship that was not her, but she's obviously like sort of browbeating people into letting her be the pilot. She waves. <laughs> and, uh, you guys get on? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What time is it?
2: Uh, it is 9 o'clock.
0: Okay. The, uh, as you get on the board of the ship, yeah, it's a familiar black iron and the, the sense of weight. Um, there's a rumbling as uh, Ilgoth engages the engine and the, and the thing just sort of goes forward a little abruptly and then it begins to turn. This thing doesn't exactly have a, a, a tight turning radius, <laughs> but there's enough space in this larger sort of courtyard where she turns it around and it heads towards into the city down the main thoroughfare as it passes by, like, the turn that you took the first time you went into the city, you see that, yeah, there's people all up and down the sidewalks. They've got strange signs, uh, like, uh, it's like uh, Godspeed essentially, uh, and like, um... Uh, How
3: fast are we going?
0: Right now, not very fast. Like, okay. m- not much more than a walking speed, but there's people everywhere. Right. And you can feel the rumblings of the ship. That the Although those... Those beast horses were very powerful. There's nothing compared to the amount of power that's contained within the uh, engine in front. You actually hear Ilgoth, like cackling, <laughs> and uh, it straightens up in your head. And uh, as you pass by, some of them have signs up that are for businesses or entertainments, or their signs. Some seem to be political, but you can you just have no idea what they what they're saying. Okay, it's like. Um, one, there's one sign with a, an altered person who's uh, even taller than a normal Laconian he's been like, kind of stretched out, almost Mr. Fantastic style, and he's got some sort of armature around him to support himself, so he's very high up uh, and his sign, it, he's holding it it's just a little wand that has a floating holographic sign, and you realize that's what most of them were, it says uh, reveal that which has been forgotten and it keeps scrolling by like a, you know, repent you know, the, and he's like, with wild yellow eyes, he's making sure everybody sees it, people are giving him a wide berth, as you pass by some of them fall in behind you and now you see little skimmers and personal craft and a lot of people are walking or skating by on the various uh, personal transports they have or falling behind near the rear is a group of, and they're all on foot of denialists, they have a um, Yellow sashes, and they're not. there's no iconography on them at all. There's some older people with them, and they're, everybody's giving them a, a big distance. Uh, before them is a group of the altar, at least 20 of them, who's, it's really kind of impossible to make out some of them. Uh, the man with the sign falls in with them, puts his sign away. There's a, a person who seems to have been made quadrupedal, Uh, walking on long stilted legs with iconography sort of floating on the armatures that kind of support him there's a huge you don't know if it's a man or a woman just enormous bulk of muscle and uh, chitinous skin who's lumbering along Uh, there's a, a very very diaphanous almost translucent woman who's like half the height of most laconians just flying along on chitinous wings and all it's like a freak show, essentially, of all alterations to the human form that you can imagine. One of those people who has been divided into several pieces. They're just floating nearby. And most of them have just small things, like, you know, uh, elfin ears or too many fingers or arms, um, too many legs, uh, strange faces. And the train just heads out into the city. It's a, it's a deep hum and uh, you just hear it going over the smooth stone of, of the main thoroughfare it's going to join up with the big highway mm-hmm. uh
1: in a couple of blocks are we um are we going to meet with the enclave before leaving the city as we had previously discussed
2: i think that train has departed <laughs> the, their
3: party was last night
1: no yeah, oh. you missed the party Fuck.
2: Yes, I, I
3: thought about that this morning, but um, I was really too injured to attend and because of what happened within the labyrinth. So
1: That's right. All right, I'll st- we'll have to send them a sending as an apology. Does somebody do that?
3: Um, I will do that.
1: Um, explain the situation and how we've basically been waylaid. Tell them where we're headed if they wish to meet... If if. if
3: if they wish to meet us along the way, along the way. i'll do that uh,
0: do it you get a message from oars immediately who's clearly mm-hmm. waiting for it it expresses his disappointment in a flowery language and he says they have a sept in greenstone city okay or if you wish they could accompany you some of the select of the uh, adept adepts among them they basically ask me hey can we you know tag
3: along yeah
0: but they want to be like on the train and shit. It's it's pretty
3: obvious. <laughs> they can bring their own train, cause I'm I don't have space in my cabin for barely me. Um,
1: I mean, if they want to sleep in the dirt, <laughs> really? Uh, you can tell them that we don't have accommodations for them, but would welcome their would
3: welcome their companionship.
1: Uh, yes. You send that to them. I will. Uh, he's
0: he's delighted. It's like, no need. We have all the accoutrements as imagination could provide.
3: I was gonna say, wouldn't they want to show off, like floating by in, like I don't know, a, a train made of clouds, or riding a firebird or something?
4: Uh, trailing behind, where do I see the larpers? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah,
0: They're pretty. They're the in the group uh, closest to the train. Yeah, it's it's all a couple of the people you recognize, and then like six or seven more of them. They're we're, wearing their full gear, you know, like plate
4: armor and carrying pikes and such. Do I see like the three that came to our rescue? Two of them. Two of uh, them. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say one of them was not feeling up to it. So. Yeah. The uh,
0: the woman who was talking with Galzareth. Marigold. Marigold. She waves. I assume because you're still back in the back of the train. And then you can look out over yeah. everything, and you're the one who you, you're the one who has a view of the entire crowd that's following you the whole time. And every time you turn to them and look, they're like, "Oh, ah! you know."
4: Uh, if I see Marigold and uh, the other person, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going to beckon them to approach.
0: Okay, yeah, she comes forward. The other person was um, the medic with a little wizard yes. guy. Yes, yes, Aiden comes up he and. And they're kind of running along, and she's like, "Yes,
4: do you wish to ride on the Mm train?" And she's like, she She jumps
0: on and helps the little guy uh, on there. And they're like, incredibly excited. She leans up her uh, pole arm and is looking around. This is
1: this is out of a story.
0: She, gets, she does the, you know, hands on hip Superman pose a little bit and waves to the crowd. You can see
1: disappointment in some of the other people. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? She, they she, flips, she flips them off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For some reason, like, I'm getting the image of, uh, of Black Oak out the top of the train. He goes, it's again Yeah. <laughs> it's,
4: yeah. <laughs> uh, I will, if you, you may stay with us for as long as you wish, and you may... Ride in my compartment for as long as you wish. Well, uh, thank you. Um, there is no furniture or accommodation. Oh well, have well
0: we have. She's got a pack, and uh, the, the the little guy, little err guy, uh, it's just kind of completely gobsmacked by everything. He's like, we have a play- Yeah, we have. We brought things.
4: Fair enough. Um, I'll escort them inside.
0: Yeah, they were so ready for to go on an adventure.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, they they can't help but kind of uh, just. Word vomit like about the journey and like the secret. Like, it's they tell you about the steps they have. Like, in Greenstone, there's a smaller, mostly the free walkers are the Imperial City thing, but they have a smaller club that's in Greenstone, and there is uh, informal gatherings that aren't sanctioned in the smaller townships that are along the way. And then we could you know, we could stop in and make sure that they're doing things above board as they have in the unfettered Land.
1: They've, uh, they've franchised, they have chapters. Well, these yeah. the ones that they're
0: talking about are clearly, like, not, oh. <laughs> you know. They're poser posers? Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, poser posers posers, really, if you want to think about it. Um, uh, what's her name? Uh, Marigold, like, after getting over the, uh, sort of, um, the, the situation itself, she turns to you and says, Do you...
4: Have you heard from any in the unfettered lands themselves? Not to my recollection. Others here may have, but to my knowledge, no. Well,
0: we're not passing by there. It's to the southwest. And I would... I, mean, I know it would be possible and very dangerous to go there, but I... I you might seek them out some of them will take sendings
4: they've been mentioned to us several times I will bring that up to the party but I don't believe our mission takes us in that direction at this time Zara if we ride on top (laughs) (laughs)
0: she
1: climbs up there
0: she's looking around for galsworth but you're further along in the train i Mm -hmm. assume or just sitting out the window looking
1: i'm probably just like i i'm probably just watching on the outside i actually kind of wanted to observe the um the denialists right um and if there is a if there is a group of them that is slightly away uh from the rest of the people and you know I would well, try. they're dead last.
0: Okay. And, 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 you know, you have, like, three groups of people. So they're, like, you know, hundreds of yards behind the train. see. we're making I see. a
3: parade of this. It seems like we're making a parade of this. Yeah, you hear music
1: and oh, such. Yeah. No, oh,
4: yeah. Okay. was. okay.
1: So we're, if we're, we're making we're a parade yeah. of this... The, the magistrates then, basically sought us out without us having to go to them.
3: Uh, if we're making a parade of this, then while we're at, like, the slow pace and I can keep up, I will fly above the train. Okay. As, like, you know, at the front, so I'm, like, not hitting black oak in the face of my tail okay
0: you can give me a move not to see if you could do it but to see if it looks cool at I some will. point if you wanted to move your uh, move talent to a labor talent for moving around as a dragon I, I'd be fine with that I will probably do
3: that yeah. um, I will definitely do that hmm. Actually. Fifteen.
0: Okay. Yeah. You, you you shoot up to the top and uh, swirl around. Everybody gets oohs and ahs. You can see out now that you're now you've joined the main thoroughfare that parallels the river. Of course, the, the ship has not had time enough to get. It's going to be a little bit behind you at first, but um, the the main thoroughfare has been cleared, but not entirely of uh, traffic. It's so wide that it could easily accommodate the train. Uh, unlike before, you suspect that some of the machinery of the train itself, not the engine, has been changed a little bit because it—it's a much smoother ride than you remember. It's still somewhat rough because it's iron wheels and iron train, but it, it goes more smoothly. And the engine itself—it doesn't produce any like exhaust or anything like that. It just glows, and it's definitely warmer up there. You, in fact, you could ride the updraft, circle back around, and curly cues. You like you kind of do this all day. Uh, but it's mostly just warmer air. Uh, ilgoth has got her goggles on, and she's she's like, you see her as you pass by. Uh, she waves and is like, she yells something at you. It's harder to make out. She's something
1: about, well, let's see what it can do.
2: No, oh, no.
1: Really open her up. Oh God, we're gonna run over some people. Um, the uh, the the festivities are kind of in full swing right now, right? Mm-hmm. Since. This might be the best time to do it since we didn't have the opportunity to meet with the Enclave. I am going to try and um, uh, invoke the sword to guide me towards that one of the assailant that I marked. Oh. In, in in hopes that like that any weird like light explosion that happens will just be seen as part of the parade. Okay. Or they might just be nearby. Yeah. Or they might They're be nearby. Us, yeah. Yes. That is. That was another. So is that? Uh, can I just? Uh, You can just invoke it. Okay. You just hold it up. Yeah, why not? Okay. Uh, By the light of absolution, I cast judgment on the wicked. Mm hmm. Okay. So that will be 18 on the nose.
0: Yeah, holds up the sword. Um, it's m- like early m- m- mid morning, bright sunny day, and uh, sunlight glints off the silvery blade. You invoke the power, and a bright silver light just shoots out. Um, it's uh, like a-, a ray coming from the whole length of the sword, and it heads. You're going now northwesterly. It heads directly west, s- southwest. It's just like it goes through a building and continues unabated. It doesn't touch anything or hurt anything. It's just like. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody had taken a mirror and thrown it. It was the length of the distance that it's traveling. Just reflecting light and glowing a bright silver. You hear a lot of cheers. Nobody knows what it is, but it's it's going to the west. You can feel it traveling until it gets so far away that you can't pinpoint it.
1: Okay, so it's it's immeasurably far away then. It's a long, long way away. Okay. now
0: When the power fades, you have a feeling of where that person is, and it's a very good distance
1: to the west and the south. Okay, so over towards the unfettered lands then? You would guess.
2: Um, understanding what's going on, uh, Gwen's going to climb to the top of her train car, Mm -hmm. she's going to pull out her bow, no arrows or anything like that, and she'll point it at the sky and mime like she's pulling back the string mm-hmm. and as she does, uh, she'll whisper Oh, silver arrow, where art thou? And try and draw it out and see if anything happens. Okay,
0: two feats. Uh, just uh, aim if you want, or... I would love to do aim. Yeah.
2: No! Um, it's 15.
0: Yeah, you pull it back and uh, you loose the thing and as soon as you let go of the string you see, uh, the barest echo uh, a little translucent image of the silver arrow flies off and you see it streak into the sky and gain substance and, uh, and uh, people are cheering as well although this is not very higher technique and it just keeps going into the sky and all of a sudden a dragon um, swoops in and by dragon I mean a dragon that you did see before a great bluish Serpentine thing like five times bigger than uh Varindra, grabs a thing, swoops away, just disappears. Uh and people were cheering, they saw it, but it just came out of nowhere. A creature that size you would have known where it was, and, and it, it's heading off, and you have this sort of vision of it veering towards the north somewhere, and then and then it just it's just
4: gone.
2: Alright, I'm gonna go back down to the train. I have great news. I know where the arrow is. And even better news, a great beast has it. We have to slay a dragon. Not you, Varendra. A a different dragon. one of the good ones.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not you, Varendra. You're one of the good ones. Jesus. Uh, do you describe
2: it? Yes.
0: Give me a no roll. Of
1: course. Yeah, that's Tim. Don't (laughs) fuck with Tim. Tim's got four kids.
4: Look, Tim knows what he did.
2: I haven't hunted a great beast all campaign, guys.
1: That, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. that's a you problem. I feel like that's <laughs> you were selectively remembering how things have gone.
3: <laughs> uh, Hidden secrets of Earth? Yes. 23.
0: For her description, you recognize the beast, uh, and you have his name, Aslith Hamataya. He's devourer of the Broken Mountain. And scourge of the Forgotten Ones. Um, you have no idea where you know this from or why, um, but you know that he lives in the, the worn peaks of the, the continent. And the vision you have of the continent in your mind is like, oh, this is when they were closer together. <laughs> and... Those mountains were taller back then. And you don't think that that was him directly, but it was a vision of him because of Gwyn's power being what it is. Uh, you, there's this... You cannot stop this feeling of intense jealousy coming up because his horde is unrivaled as far as you know. Relatively young for a dragon, but very powerful. Like He you know, devours lightning. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he, There's a, a story where he tricked the moon out of some of its light. And he would have, if anybody would take taken it, he would. He's a thief. He's just an inveterate thief. And now you have this image of you guarding your horde, and he's stolen something from it, and you're like, N- that didn't happen. That, I know. And you just kind of wipe mm-hmm. it. It's like, no, that didn't happen at all. Um, yeah, she's reared back on, and it has. She's, you're holding your gem and looking like really furrowed brow, like kind of flying like that. Yeah. Um, People were clapping, and now you're along the main thoroughfare. And Ilgoth puts some juice into it, and the thing of like. And it's, yeah, it's got some speed to it. Um, it, it, it like rumbles a little bit because the suspension, such that it is, isn't very, um, just leaf springs basically. <laughs> they're vastly over engineered, they're enormous, but it's like. And she pulls back off the throttle a little bit. You hear, like, from the engine compartment because you're hovering, and she's like, ha, ha, oh, okay. okay
3: yeah. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> what are you doing, Ilgoff? I'm testing the suspension. <laughs> yeah. Um, the parade is still lining the thoroughfares, but as you get, like, a mile down the main highway, this is now the, the furthest you've gone into the city, it sort of starts to break up, and you have, there are markers, there are floating orbs that, obviously, the, um, the logistics and the maintenance uh, of the city... Uh, have obviously put up that, okay, this is a the path they're going to take, stay out of the way, it'll be, you know, crushed. But now there's a more, you're, you're kind of going into the normal part of the city where people are still conducting their lives. You can see the pyramid of the, uh, the interlocutors to the left and other giant spires. There's the tower of the wizards themselves. Uh, it's several blocks away and you're not going to go past it directly. You get ascending, um, from Orathion, Mm -hmm. that he's like, well, we've made the mouth of the river, and we're uh, going with all due speed. Someone has left, and he gives you, it's a bad image, Mm -hmm. ascending, uh, his mind's eye, of a a small artifact, a Laconian artifact that they've installed into the ship itself, that has your location on it, Mm -hmm. and, uh. You assume there's a similar one in the engine compartment, but you haven't seen it. So, yeah, they're a couple of miles behind, but they're just on the water, and it's easier for them to make speed, and you know how fast that ship can go. Yeah. What are you guys doing? I'm going to um,
2: clear... Space in my chamber preemptively, so I can have a space to put the tan hide of a dragon <laughs> over my <laughs> bed covering.
1: Okay, you can be <laughs> in no world
0: too. Uh, your old world stuff will apply. Yeah.
1: Oh god, just counting your chickens. <laughs> you're trying you're to dragons, get dragons, not chickens.
0: You're trying to get like a like a feel for the. Well, they're they're really far behind. But if you wanted to notice something about. The
1: Denialists. Sure, I can give it a go. It'll chances, be tough just because they're far away. Chances are not in my favor, but let's.
4: Uh, I'm going to introduce the larpers to. Are uh, Tall and Lena with us? Yeah. They... Yeah, they're yeah. in their own
0: chamber. Well, you can see them because they stick. They just got their heads out looking, yeah. and even Tall looks. He, this is the most childlike you've seen him in a long time. Right. He's waving to people. Um, but... <laughs> you see a little um, orb, a silvery orb with feathery wings, just floating outside their window, mm-hmm. and it's got like a ruby sort of eye, and they're laughing and clapping and things dancing around in front of them.
4: Uh, I'm going to introduce them to the LARPers, and uh, so they're aware of uh, some people who are joining us. Oh, look, humans, more humans, and um, people closer to their own age than the pirates.
0: Um. Marigold is, like, very polite. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, the medic kid uh, whose name I don't know that I've given you. You haven't.
2: Uh, if you've done it, you can just make a new one. Sorry, audience.
0: His name's Laminoth. But his designation is Lamb. Uh, they exclusively go by their sober case. You know, Marigold just wants to be called Marigold. Uh, Marigold, like, when you are it the kid, she's like... Yay! She's really not good with children. <laughs> but Laminoth, he gets down on their level and asks them about their adventures and such. Um, he leans in because Lena's kind of it's pretty loud with the crowd outside, so she she whispers something to him, and as he gets close, you see on his, like floating in front of his face, a bunch of iconography just sort of scrolls by and he and he, he leans back and he does something with it and it calms down and he's like and he looks at Lena very quizzically and he looks to you is she set off my wards?
4: that might happen we can talk about it later
0: ah but so Marigold looks at him and I'm like well, what the hell is she doing what, what is he doing yeah. you can tell Lamb is uh, pretty gifted with the iconography and uh, like you know municipal magic I guess you'd call it
4: Lamb is the nerdy kid Marigold's the stick job.
0: yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she, uh, not knowing what else to do, Marigold pull out her, her like it's a, it's a rondell dagger, mm-hmm. and she just hands it to Lena. <laughs> <laughs> to... yeah, it's like a foot and a half long, a <laughs> spike, a thick blade. And, she just, and Lena's like, whoa, kind of holding it with two hands. It's like the thing is just a man killing dagger, you know. <laughs> well, that's adorable.
4: <laughs> yeah. This is fine. That is the least dangerous thing that she could that she has on
0: her. Yeah. <laughs> Tal like leans over and tells her to reverse it and, and he's minding how you'd get into the gaps of someone's arm. <laughs> yeah, and then then hearing him say that, Marigold starts to
1: talk with him about fighting. And then they bond over that for a while. Now uh, let's talk shop. Yeah. Um I, you get a- I only got a I, I, I can't notice him. I only got a three. The only thing you can pick out is that they're staying well behind everyone and they're they're all just
0: on foot and they're gonna fall behind eventually but they seem determined to to follow you they, they're obviously they're not using any iconography any transports you now you look over though cause there's one of them you, you think for a minute that one of the transformed the altered, has gotten amongst their number because there's a beast but then you realize one of them's riding a horse <clears throat> and it's just a horse
1: Huh um I'm gonna uh like, pull back it a little bit just so that, like, I'm away from the windows and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna make the, um... It's been, it's been so long. Um, the little triangle that the, um... Uh, what do we call Oh, called? the girl
2: at the docks.
1: Yeah, the girl... Yeah. In, in The girl at the docks. Uh, no, it was... In Greyport. It, it was in Greyport. Um, it was the... I forget what the... Like, the Separatist or the the... The believers mm-hmm. still of the icons, and I make this on uh, and uh, and I'm just going to pray. Um, let their travels be swift and peaceful. Right, you channeling? Oh, through the uh, through one of the icons. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. Let's do. It'd be the hard probably. I figured. Okay, I can restore an attribute, but it doesn't have to be the one I use, right? Yeah, it could be. Okay, sure. I'll channel through the heart, then. Why not?
0: Actually, uh, don't spin that one. Oh? Everybody else restore one.
4: Restore an inspiration? Mm Mm-hmm. All
1: right, and I will, I guess this is believe. Mm Mm-hmm. Faith in the icons guides me towards the righteous path. Sure.
3: gonna take a new minor gold it's life. gonna be a 20 the dragon
0: okay I
2: feel like well
0: you feel this warmth yeah. and a blessing that sort of drifts away from you very quiet uh, and then like in your mind's eye you see just a, a grayish field and then people just outlines of people in silvery light uh, and you know that the, the, they're the denialist you can see the one on the horse who's now lifting up somebody else. And you see another horse coming from the side. Like probably they're going to try to get as many people on mounts as they can. And they, there's this moment where they all stop. They look directly at you, and they all make the signs of the icons with, with the, the triangle, and some do other older signs. And one woman starts to weep as a man holds her up. And and then there is a one, one young man. He he holds his fist uh, in front of him. Tears streaming down his eyes, like saying something, not screaming it, but shouting it. You just can't hear what it is. And they clap him on the back, and they all renew with renewed effort, continue on. And then the vision is just kind of stripped from you. You look back out, and now you've gone around a curve, and you can't see them, but you know that they're behind you. You don't know what happened. Um, yeah, if you want to take a, Did you already have a goal to get your... Uh... I
2: have a goal, retrieve silver arrow. Yeah, that's okay. the, it'll
0: be fixed in the same one.
2: I also got a uh, 17 on no.
0: Okay, about... Right, right. About dragon, yeah. Let's see.
2: And you said my old world thing would apply to that, so...
0: Yeah, there's not a lot of stories about you with dragons. Um, partly because it's not the kind of mythology that you are a part of. There's always rumors mm-hmm. of them. Uh, You fought beasts who claimed to be of the lineage of dragons and you killed them for their arrogance of it, Uh, a a great horrible turtle creature that lurked in the swamp and would like chomp on passersby, ate horses and things, and you slew it and you tried to take its shell but it was too big and so you hollowed it out and like there were little ones who moved into it and you were really angry with them for some reason so you cursed them. so you don't have any memory of it, but you do recall uh, the a phrase and a figure that you. This is the first time you're remembering it. Is a uh, the traveling man, and he, when you were a girl, would tell you stories of this. It's just this vague, very tall, wearing a black coat and a black hat. Uh, he had a a silver belt and, and, he, and he wore a rapier and he was telling you one of those stories as a girl and he disappeared hmm. uh, it feels like wow the, the, uh, you now place this as one of your oldest memories and you know this one's true it's not a made up thing oh that's good but the what he was saying you don't know the exact uh, verbiage he was using but it, it's when you deal with dragons you shouldn't keep fear in your heart for it to allow you to survive but I could be lying little girl for i want to do so and then he walks away you know something about the traveling man is that you can never follow him you'll always be led astray if you try to follow him and he'll appear in a town or along the road he's considered uh, a very bad omen. <laughs> so the uh yeah, the train just continues on without really much hesitation. Uh, as you, now you're deep, deep into the city and you've had to move away from the river because the main road curves mm-hmm. into the city. Uh, you have an update. Uh, Ilgoth, for a moment, comes back into the main trench that like goes through the engine mm-hmm. door and uh, she's like, Don't worry, it's on, it's directed, it won't run into anything. And she points to, yeah, she's got a little artifact thing there in the engine compartment, which is all tricked out with uh, Laconian devices. So, yeah, we have where the, uh, the, the Don, the Prince of Don is. Um, he's a few miles behind, but they're catching up. Might have a wager with the pilot with, uh, I think it's,
3: I think it's Ulthar. Are we racing? Oh, well, not yet,
0: but I mean... Because it wouldn't be fair yet, you know, like we got to let them get, like, n- w- with us, even with us, before we try it out. I then he goes back to piloting the, the train.
2: If all the gears and cogs are replaced with Laconian artistry, is it still the train of Galzareth?
4: Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, what? not even a little bit.
2: <laughs>
0: well, you know that, uh, yeah, the, the most of the trains is still native to what it was, but yeah um after a few more minutes and uh, now you're having to negotiate the, the the little orbs that demark where you're uh, to travel getting narrower so now you just you have a defined path through the city but everybody else is zipping by and you know it's getting kind of congested because you have the people following you that are blending into the traffic and uh, it's getting somewhat chaotic and so you slow as you're moving through the heart of the heart of the city. The, the number of people just thronging the streets and in the buildings and spires nearby, it, it's more than you've ever seen anywhere. Um, like three or four blocks of this is more people than you would live in an entire city on the continent. Um, there's a, a cloud that uh, goes in front of the sun and, and it gets a little darker. But then the cloud expands. And true to form, it floats down over and behind the train itself, coalescing into more solid. And you see uh, ors and his alkali just striding on the cloud itself. It, it, Ores has this big staff in his hand. And he, he doffs his cap and, and says, hello. Uh, he, he does a mass sending to you all in, in his like overwrought script from the sorcerers so they're happy to um, be a compatriot on your grand adventure into the heart of the storied land Right. there's some music coming from the cloud it sounds very old fashioned stringed instrument but it's just being generated from something on the cloud you suspect that there's a machine that he's standing on and it just gathers a cloud around it, you don't, you don't know for sure, because you're flying Varendra mm-hmm. up above. But he's, he's doing a really good job of uh, concealing it. And he's got that sort of wizard thing where he's holding his staff like
1: it's, it's driving the thing. This is just monkey kinging it up really hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, he seems like he's having fun up there, but at a certain point, I would actually like to speak with him about how they use the source. and anyway, sorry, I'm amusing. I'll I send it. I'll I'll send him a sending, and they'll they'll do that. Um, uh, I'll say uh, once things quiet down, I'm very interested to hear more about your, uh, about your mixing of primeval magics and the source. Yeah,
0: yeah. almost immediately you get a sending back, and he actually turns to looks down. Uh, you, I don't know if you're inside the train or out. Probably peeking
1: outside. I mean, he looks just like
0: ah, oh, good sir. <laughs> You insult me, though you probably do not mean to. We use the iconography when we are required to, but we would never sully the primeval sorcery of the world with this newfangled magic of the source itself. I'll show you one day, soon. Perhaps this evening. In an hour. Um, uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Let's just do it right now. That's...
0: Uh, of the powers of Please that like we me. Do. I'm sure you'll find some of it familiar and strangely mysterious at the same time. His voice intonation somehow carries through this ending. Um, and, and, he, and he actually attaches a file, essentially. It's, it's literally attached to the scroll of it that unfolds underneath it. That shows you the, the charter and the doctrines of the sorcerers. Oh. And, and then they have strict limits on implying their trade, whatever the hell that is. About what magics they use and when, and that primeval sorcery is their watchword, and uh, iconography is only for mundane matters of you know, of actually making a living. And <laughs> it's pretty clear that they use it all the time, and they're good at it.
1: Yeah, but but they don't want it to be seen that way. And they have a list
0: of preliminary tests. If you wanted to get like, if you want to study for your test and entry into their yes, conflict. actually,
1: I do actually want to. I want to read up on them. They're crazy.
0: Crazy titles like uh, um, Omphagas, 45 Hexes for the Twilight of the World, or the, uh, the uh, Killing Spells and the, the Child Who Bears No Eyes. There's um, a, in, an unpronounceable name, which is the whole first part of the title. Um, Forbidden Magics uh, for Kith and Kine. And then a lot of the stuff like we did, this will only mean anything to you, Andrew, but when we were doing for the, uh, you know, the Willow Witch. Yeah. Like the titles of, like, demonic sorcery. <laughs> it's intentionally archaic. Yeah, summoning uh, foul finds from the pits of hell. <laughs> and then a couple other ones that have, like, technical designations. One is, like, just called Green Magic. Um, and, and these are... You can tell they're part of the sending because this is what they give to anyone who wants to be part of them. And uh, then Ors is like, I, I look forward to our discussion when we stop for the evening, which does sort of bring up that issue.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't oh. look at me like that. Maybe I'll do the second half wizard. You don't know.
3: <laughs> no, I'm waiting for you to forward that to me so I can do that.
1: Okay. Um, if there's any nerd going on.
3: <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> uh,
1: I would like to speak to the two LARPers
4: and ask them. the Free Walkers. The Free know. Walkers, yeah. Let's call them that. Um, <clears throat> uh, speak to the f- two Free Walkers. I have a small, hopefully a small project that I might require one of your aid with. Mm-hmm. Are either of you good at navigating bureaucracy?
0: What? Says Marigold. I know. Not really. I mean, I, was, I mean, If I take over my father's business, I,
4: but uh, No. And... You, Lemonel? Yes? Are you any good at navigating the ins and outs of the government and forms and... And all of no, that. no, no, no. <sighs> Sorry, no. Well. No, that's fine.
0: Um, I mean, I could. I know how you, you talk to the, the medicals if you wanted to get in there, which I obviously have to.
4: Understood. Thank you for. Your, it was worth a shot. Thank you.
0: Also, uh, we we're going to have to de- debark here in a moment. He kind of nudges uh, Marigold. Yeah, we have to get back. We'll uh, catch up with you, as you, you know, later on tomorrow if we can. That's I, I, she obviously is being very hesitant. She says like, we we'll probably be able to travel with you. i I'm, I'm certainly will, but I do have to run it by Dad's.
2: And yeah. I, I'll pop my head in at this point and be like, if he is willing to let you help us slay a dragon, your help will be much needed. Give me a dominate.
1: <laughs> you have a fee. We need one of those one of those uh like uh stage canes to like drag her back into the
2: wall. <laughs> get the hook get yeah. the
0: hook <laughs> Something on the showtime at the Apollo <laughs> Gong. Yeah. Uh,
2: seventeen
0: uh, yeah um marigold's like Ugh. yeah are dra- really a dragon
2: a dragon
0: yes oh I thought they were all extinct
1: no yeah. Of
0: yeah, you say no, and then I'm just kind there. of disappear back into your room. <laughs> There's a... No. no.
2: no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly that.
0: Like, uh, Laminoth was, like, almost scared. <laughs> yeah, so, we're gonna, we, we gotta go, but we'll be back tomorrow. Well.
4: Alright. Thank you. For S- thanks time. for letting us on board. You're welcome. It is the least we could do, given your aid to us previously.
0: Like, Marigold kind of grabs him, and, um, you go on a you know get a good trot, but she's like ah, she leaps out uh, onto the sidewalk. It's a uh, part of the sidewalk was, was for public transit where everybody's just like you know it's a people mover, and she she's acting like she's going to do a tuck and roll. But as soon as they hit it, their inertia's canceled, and so they're fine. Yeah. And, and then it heads off and then does a hard right turn and she waves as they disappear.
1: Not gonna lie, that actually looks pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's um, mid-afternoon now. We should decide when, um, I imagine this evening, probably in a few hours, once we're out of the city and onto the main road, we should make camp, uh, well, we should stop for the evening. Mm-hmm. We don't want to be traveling when it's dark.
0: In front, uh, you and, uh, you can see this too, Black Oak, just because you, you're standing, you know, you can see the whole uh, field in front and behind you, but you see this as well, Vrinder, in front of the... Iron train, like you're going to the city, and it is starting to thin out. You're, you've some uh, in a couple of places you went off the beaten path. It's still a, a wide road, and then join the main road up as a shortcut. You see that you there stands of trees and things, and some parkland, and you know you've got at least another two hours of travel before you're outside of the city proper. You took like a you went through the main heart of the city, just kind of in a swath, and then are going. Uh, to the west and turning north uh, mm-hmm. just to get you out of the city as soon as possible. Um, and let's see what was I was to say. Yeah, there are floating in front of the train some more of those orbs with feathery wings and a few spider-like things that are floating. And they put like, hollow screens of advertisements for inns and places to stay, amusements. Another... Um, uh, advertisement for fine essentials, uh, like oh, the rest of the wayward travel that's written in old English script. Uh, and they're just like just and they're pacing your your whole train so they just won't go away. It's like you got your own
4: billboards. Where's where's Word Empress and the Highway Beautification Bill? Uh, okay, um,
1: <clears throat> I'll go seek out Verendra.
4: Yeah.
0: Since when you're on the train, you can always just talk because you, you know.
1: I'll um, I'll, I'll if you ask for it, I'll send you that um, uh, their literature, as it were, uh, the the enclave literature that Oris gave me, mm-hmm. uh, and I will actually like try and start going through that in my head, I guess. Like just the titles. No, like actually, like uh, some. Of the, m- I'll start by like reading their tenets and like the bit, the, the like really low entry level stuff, and just trying to get an idea what they're about. Can
0: you give me a no He shares it with you as I described. Uh, you recognize one of the texts, the the green magic text. Okay. You think you have it somewhere. The others aren't that familiar to you. Mm-hmm. One of them you're sure is a fraud, like the uh, demonic m- summoning of demonic fiends. Uh, mm-hmm. you, you, you know that's got to be a fraud because there was a kind of a famous fraud scholar who just plagiarized and write things in the name of other famous scholars he was kind of a plague because he was incredibly prolific mm-hmm. a few ages ago in Eletheria and, and, his, and his books just got everywhere and messed up everybody's references uh, Phaedros was his name I got a six to book learning. Um, yeah, like what they define as primeval sorcery is a little narrower than what most uh, Laconians would define. They define it as anything that's not using the source and the iconography. But the the enclave defines it as the overt hermetic sort of spell casting, and that there are powers and, and tribulations for some reason they use that word in the world that are not forbidden but are not core tenets and uh, main texts that they use. And that kind of re- seems like it's referring to things like you guys, like or figures from history, like Gwen yeah. um. and uh, things like that. And they caution not to truck with dark powers in your search for knowledge, but you kind of get the feeling that that's supposed to entice you a little bit. They have listings for the texts in, you haven't been to the, the, the great library, which, um, You've passed by. It wasn't far away from the... Italy. It's, an, uh, it's a huge, squarish building. It's kind of not very fancy. And you now realize that where these listings are, they're all in the Great Library. And it's like, there's a store of knowledge. that's nowhere in the whole world.
3: Oh, I know. I specifically did not want to go because I would never leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and all those texts are there. And, you know.
1: But um, you can ask a question. You got six. Oh, um, hmm. Come back to me. Yeah.
3: Um, I will ask Orz if he has any recommendations for a tavern for the evening.
0: Um, he hovers on his uh, cloud with his uh, alkali, who's clearly the one who's controlling the cloud. Mm-hmm. It's like, do you mind if, I, if we step off here for a moment?
3: Oh, most certainly.
0: So he leaps down and lands softly on the top of the train near, like, you, you guys are like one car back from yeah. the engine. And he holds out his hand for his algalite, who, who does reaches down, and then when he steps up onto the train, the cloud dissipates, and you see it's essentially like kind of a long, like a, a longboard skateboard with vents all all around the side, and it folds up into a pack that he puts around his, uh, and then puts a cloak over so you mm. can't see it.
3: I'm gonna pretend I did not see him do this. Yes.
0: Now, opinion.
3: Yes, for this evening.
0: Oh, right. Oh, yes. Did you want to... We can dismiss those if you... Oh, please, yes. And uh, he holds a staff, and for a moment, his eyes glow, and he begins to incant a spell, and then he thinks better of it, and then just draws some very sophisticated iconography, and the uh, all of the little ad bots just kind of shimmer and just drift off in random directions. You have to use it. I mean, I, I could have done... Uh, you know the the scourge of razor drops of the sun <coughs> but that would have been first of all a bit liable for the damage and I don't want to you've uh, got to you want to impress everyone with it, you know in any case yes I know of uh, a nice inn uh, it's off the beaten path a little but not maybe a mile outside of our journey um he, where the iconography he creates a, a hollow form that looks like it's in the front cover of a fantasy epic, <laughs> you know, it's like drawn in ink and everything. And he, but he zooms into it and it expands outwards. And like, yeah, you're heading out of the city, in a couple hours you'll be at the outskirts where it's going through a very rich residential area, which sort of blends in with the countryside, which is mostly forest. And you can see the rivers about five miles to the northeast. And there's a small it's basically a moneyed enclave of people in a gated community and there's a, a strip of um, Shops and inns and he points to that one one of them. It's like uh, The wee brownies rest And it's got a little you know a little red cap brownie like
1: yeah, just I had my question <clears throat> If not powered by the source, where do they like? Where do they claim their magic comes from?
0: Um, well, you don't get a. There's not a clear idea. Like some of them are. Well, these are just spells that work. Others, obviously, mean like. Well, if you can enslave a demon into a gem, you can draw upon it for powers, or maybe one of the secret pacts that were whispered to men of old uh, to give power over the wind and the sea and the stones of the earth. Or if you know the language of fire, you could trick it into doing what you say. Or there's an, there are ancient sages from long ago who stole power from the gods. You don't know which gods. Or there are sublime math, mathematic formulae that predate the iconography, that draw upon the power that undergirds the world that is most explicitly not the source. It's clearly a point of contention. <laughs> you don't know if that's true or not. So, okay. But others say that they're kind of coy about it. It's like that's the point of all of this. It's not science. It's magic.
1: Okay. Highly decentralized. <laughs> yeah. I will
3: agree with Ores for the location. Do I know? I will agree with Ores for the the tavern location. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, I I, I could send work.
3: Certainly. You will have
0: to um place park the iron train. Well, there there's a field nearby. Yes. That will One work. moment, and you can see it be ascending. It probably.
3: We don't fit in the garage.
0: Are you, are you going to? Uh, the, the, the the short, intense woman are you going to tell her that uh, that's what she's the pilot, I mean?
3: Oh, yes, I um, I can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will send Ilgoth um, my own screenshot of the map that I saw with the tavern and the the brownie.
0: She's like thin. She sends you a sending in her like kind of mean script. It's like seriously. I thought we were going to, I didn't know we were going to stop. I guess we have to stop.
4: <laughs> okay.
0: Um, well, we're not cleared. Well, and she lets you know with a visual sending that your sort of dividers that keep you safe from everybody else, mm-hmm. they end at the city gates. There's probably a little gathering there to do the final little send-off. Mm-hmm. So once we, we're going to have to debark from the Great Way, which is the highway, the king's way, or the emperor's way. Uh, and then take a side street. Once we get past it, you, you, you're going into the suburbs, basically. We say, like, all right, if you if if everybody wants to stop there, we can.
1: Is that still within the bounds of the city, or is it on the outside? i I'm legally hard to say. Oh, okay. We're getting off four
4: hundred and going to Marietta.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys do? Just gonna continue to study and just wait. Okay.
4: Um, Marendra, I have a request to make of you, if you have the time. Uh, I would like to engage the, uh... What are they called? The guardians? The custodians? The the park rangers. Uh, I'm asking Adrian because I don't remember. Oh, uh... Caretakers. Caretakers, thank you. Uh, The caretakers to... uh, be able to place my uh, the roots of my offspring without uh, interference in their lives. Uh, is it possible you can make that request on my behalf, as you are have a better facility with diplomacy and?
2: You're a PR person.
3: Bureaucracy. Um, I, I can I can make that arrangement.
0: You do have some messages from the magistrates, the interlocutors, also from the enclave, but you have a feeling that that that's deprecated because you've just talked to them. And there's a message for you, Varendra, from an unsigned source. It it just has a numerical designation, which is probably just the path that the sending took. There's some underlying, like, very, very boring math behind a lot of the iconography. Mm -hmm. There's a shorthand for... uh, Iconography that you could use strings of numbers to represent. It okay. will cover everything, but sometimes you can find pieces of the source code just kind of sitting there, and that's all you're getting from this one image, okay. this one sending that doesn't have a, a title line on it.
3: Okay. Um, I will land and go to my car and open that message.
2: Okay. Don't suspicious links. <laughs>
0: yeah. So yeah. I
3: went to my car. <laughs>
0: You open it up and uh, it's just a blank space, like a perfectly black space. And um, a face comes out. It's just made with wireframe, like very, very low polygon. But for some reason, it just looks very familiar to you. And then a string of text in some bizarre language just starts scrolling by. Let's see twenty-two enchant coming in. Okay.
3: Um, I do have an enchant talent for my uh Breath, but I don't think that's going to apply here. Well, you could always roll
0: enchant to defend against enchant okay. if you want to bid something um, else.
3: Actually, I do have an evoke talent for the iconography itself.
0: It's not unless you have it prepared ahead of okay. time. Okay. Um,
3: I'll I'll just roll it enchant.
0: Okay. Just to try to resist it. Yeah. Okay.
3: I can't think of anything else right now. That's how that goes. Um that is a 15.
0: Okay. Um the wireframe grows and it forms into a crude outline of the summoner uh, or a stylized version of his face and then the, the scrolling stops and there's this flash as uh, hostile magic sort of worm the way out from it which doesn't make any sense because it's coming from your rig so it just sort of uh, uh, white light sort of like threads just starts to envelop you take uh, two curse
3: okay I can't soak, apparently
0: yeah, and you uh, feel bound in place uh, everybody, you can if you're in the train, you can, there's a flash of white light coming from Verindra's cabin
2: I'm going to run to Verindra's cabin
0: yeah, so the silvery white light is binding her to the ground and then, uh, coming out of her like almost like projected from her eyes in script that resolves itself into Elithirian And it's like, the death slavers are watching you. You will be a great meal. It just keeps repeating.
2: Um.
0: And then it's like more, we'll feast upon you. We will slake our thirst on your blood. Like really edgelordy shit.
2: I've done some research onto the rune for protection against all evil. I didn't find that, but using what I did find during the course of that research against dispelling evil, keeping it away, I'm going to draw it uh, under Varendra, on Varendra as much as I can and then invoke it uh, and say, be gone, away from her! Okay, go ahead. Okay. Um...
0: The power, okay. Uh, you feel like seized up. This reminds you a little bit of the way your breath affects
2: okay. someone. Okay. Uh, 12 and uh, 15 if my rune town applies.
0: Okay, you can't seem to break through.
4: Okay.
0: Anybody else doing anything? I'm here also, Yelp. You're from the back of the train, so it'll take you a beat to get
4: through.
0: Yeah, it's fine. Gals' are probably close by.
1: Um, Sure. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, these strands are they like forming like a cage around her or anything like, like Is a there man. a physical thing it seems somewhat physical okay um I will um I will reach out with absolution and touch it and try and dispel the magic um uh, to the best of my ability uh let's say foul curse I banish thee from her presence alright you can have feet joking about that wizard thing before but my invokes actually pretty good <laughs> 25 okay
0: yeah the you touch one of the threads and there's a spark you invoke the power of it and there's this like shimmering cold light that envelops you and pieces of the threads just ping, 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 and then it all sort of crumbles away and you're no longer held. Okay. Uh and, and the magic dissipates. The uh the, the script is still sort of fading in the air, slowly losing cohesion as it scrolls by. The uh in your sendings, like uh the message is gone mm-hmm. and there's like static in your own personal um space where you receive sendings and such. You don't know if... It, it's probably not permanent, but it's right. disrupted the whole... Ring. Your desktop's messed up,
2: basically. No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, what, what happened? Uh,
3: no one else has any messages.
0: Do we? You have a message. It's from ORS, which is... A, like uh, it's a secondary, it's just boilerplate. Here's the rest of the forms. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have one. Uh, Black Oak, you have a bunch that have s- kind of been a backlog. A-, a lot from the magistrates, and then a couple of advertisements from like a horticultural society. Uh, you just haven't checked. Your facility with the agronomy isn't is such that you- it was easy for you to notice these. Now you are. The ones from the magistrates are dated a few days ago probably deprecated,
4: but I'll, well, if it's a few days, a few minutes won't make any difference. I'm going to check on Verendra and make sure she is okay. Mm-hmm. How do you?
0: Y'all give me no rolls, see what, uh, what was going on.
3: Um, I have a question, because it's really throwing me, and I don't know if this is part of my, uh, character change or something. Mm-hmm. Um, do you innately get a, a point to defend against soul?
0: Yeah. What, protection? Yeah. yeah, You get one, one protection in, in all categories. Okay,
3: yeah. why would you not have one protection? Was Is that there a hideous
4: like, outsider? That, that's
3: See, what, I'm, uh, that's no, what I'm not, not sure. No, it's not hideous outcast. No,
4: you wouldn't have okay. zero protection.
3: Okay. Because I'm like, I can, so- no, I can't soak. Um, just soak, go ahead and soak Yeah, I'm the just going to
0: soak. You have one protection in everything. Cool. You can have more if you're uh, bigger or you have armor or something. Mm. There's ways to get protection in mind and soul, but it's kind of obstruse.
3: Okay. That, sorry, that was just really throwing.
0: Yeah, you just probably wrote it down as a zero. No, probably. I'm glad you said something.
3: Because I'm like, she flipped her sheet over and everybody else has at least one. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. what am I doing wrong? Okay. I've done
0: that to people, but they were in dire straits. Like, they got fucked up with something. That's
2: why I wanted yeah, to ask. It's fine, it's fine. Um, um, okay.
0: What did you, no rolls. Uh,
2: old World?
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, 14.
4: Seven. I assume by then, Aaron and fallen Force doesn't apply, no. so a
3: ten. Hidden secrets of Earth. Nope. <laughs> Thirty-three.
0: That was a uh, a use of uh, an icon um, a, uh, a stored iconographic spell. You realize if you want to use the iconography for, like, split-second things, you have to have prepared things. Like, whole defenses or things prepared. Like, simpler versions of what's on Lena. But you can also use it to attack. Like, you could prepare those and then send them off. You imagine that if people wanted to wizard duel with the iconography, it would look pretty wild. But the weird thing about this one is it was designed to be sent through ascending, which means you had to click on it or it couldn't do anything, because you had to ascend to it. Mm -hmm. Um, This is probably something that most people in Laconia wouldn't fall for exactly, but it was still fairly sophisticated. And whoever sent it was trying to, like, like curse you into paralysis. You have a vision of you turning into a crystal statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not unlike your stone breath, actually. Um, but it also was clearly just to send a message. Yeah. Uh, the, the death slavers is a phrase you haven't heard before. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing with the summoner, that's just them mocking you. There's no way they have any connection to that, you don't think. Um, and yeah, they're just trying to send a message. Hey, you guys can have a question each.
2: Uh, who are the death slavers? Well, yeah, I figure I gotta ask it just in case. Um, this might also be outside the scope, but are, is this related to the assassination attempt on us?
0: It could be. But you have a steep suspicion that you, there's not just one group who's
4: out for your blood. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to ask this mostly because we have so many people that are just trying to mess with us. Are the Death Slavers an actual credible threat, or is this just an extremely harsh prank?
0: It's, you think it's a real threat. It was made to look like it was kind of slapdash. But you you think it's, a, it's an actual credible threat? If like if you hadn't been there, and getting being able to sneak a curse through a sending like that and have, have it actually hurt and work, that's that's hard to do, uh, even with your limited knowledge of what the iconography does.
3: To the best of my recollection, where can I place that face I saw?
1: What
0: do you mean?
3: In the sending. Oh,
1: no. The summoner. The summoner. It was the
0: it's supposed oh, to be. Was, oh, okay. It was oh, a stylized wireframe of the. Got summer. it.
3: Okay. Okay.
0: You can use ask something else if you want, but let me come back back around. um,
3: Okay, why was I the only person that received this message and no one else? I'm like.
0: You imagine they're just picking, probably from activity, uh, because you you've kind of picked this up that the more you send things and receive messages, engage with the iconography, you have a bigger footprint. So it's probably somebody. Usually, you shouldn't be able to find that, but somebody, if they really are sneaking around, they could figure out what people's footprint was in the interlocking web of iconography that goes on throughout the world. The more you use it, the better you are with it, the bigger footprint you have.
3: So, it's the most likely kind of to open it because they use it the most. Yeah, and they probably... Okay.
1: Yeah. How much power would it have taken to send a curse through the iconography like that? Quite a lot. Um, they'd have to prepare it.
0: You don't even know what it would look like. It's probably preparing an iconographic. Because iconography is usually written on something. It can be written in the, the air, but that's not the most efficient way to do it. Usually it's on something. So you imagine they would either have, like because you've seen something like this, like a, a vapor uh, box where you could do the iconography in 3D, but it will flip. it's much more secure than if it's just floating in the sky. And they, they could assemble... A, a thing like that that would do the spell directly, and then question mark, how do you translate it into ascending? And that, you don't know. Uh, probably take pretty sophisticated. Once you start sending up like, email bombs to <laughs> you <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else got one? No, that was... yeah, that was... that's okay. all of us. That's all of us. Let's see. Or is... Uh, he's somehow because y'all kind of came in here, he's back on his cloud, uh, and he, and he comes down to the side of the ship. He's like, There was some magic afoot,
1: yes,
3: yes, iconography in nature, unfortunately.
1: Someone sent a particularly nasty curse via sending.
3: We're popular enough to receive death threats,
1: that is highly illegal. You wouldn't happen to know the name Death Slavers, would you? One moment. And he kind of turns away and just starts doing
3: iconography. Yeah.
4: I feel like these are fucking um, high-level computer guys that just program an assembly and binary and shit.
3: They're, they're the reason why I wanted to visit the blast because I thought they'd be the most fun. Yeah.
4: Uh, he's like, um,
0: there's not a lot on them. Are you sure? Death
3: Slaver is the word yes
0: he uh creates a, with the iconography a hollow screen in front of you and uh, you see uh it looks like official like photographs and vapor graphs basically of people who are taken into custody you've seen pictures like these before mm-hmm. when the magistrate gave you like possible people who would it's who, and it's this one guy and he's wearing like um some kind of black boiled leather armor that's, like, half ripped off of him. He's got a horrible scar down his face. He's, like, a burn, like, where his hair is. One of his eyes is miscolored. He's got this terrible snarl on his face and a brand on the other side of, like, a death head. And insignia on his armor. That It's, like, it's like a skull that's just dripping acid. And then there's another photograph of a, a, a woman who's not as fucked up, but she's wearing, like, really spiky, um, the rusted metal and chains with the same insignia. Uh, and she's missing teeth, but they look like they've been mo- removed strategically. And, yes, these are, uh, well, denizens of the unfettered lands who were captured performing, um, rather horrific acts in the larger Laconian countryside. I had heard that sometimes they will... Try to leave the boundaries of the cursed place and recruit others or commit mayhem, but they are a gang. A facility with the iconography is not something that one hears much from, from the Unfettered Lands, but I assume they know somebody. Do you see another image of a. Uh, he's wearing just all black, like a long coat, and he's got the insignia of the Death Slavers as a, as a silver emblem. Uh, he, no scars on him though he does have the brand and he's got this kind of like piercing black eyes and he's looking it's like uh, yeah, this one, there's a bad customer that one and it lists some of the, the crimes, it's like uh, theft robbery, uh, assault uh, disrupting uh, iconographic infrastructure uh, attempted kidnapping
1: um, yeah they've, they've got the look that is not... Wow. I've not seen someone so aggressively evil-looking in a very long time.
3: Not since the Dread Crows. They have some terrible tattoo artists.
0: Yeah, they remind you of the Dreadcrows. Crows. It reminds you of some of the Death Knights you've seen.
1: Oh. Uh-huh. When you start putting skulls on your motif, you have to ask the question. Oh, shut the fuck up.
3: <laughs> you <laughs> shut the fuck up. You shut it. You
0: shut it.
1: You shut it. Okay. Fine.
0: Go ahead. Are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah. He closes the vapor screen. He's like, um, I, well, obviously don't um, answer any sendings that you're not. I can show you a couple of uh, safeguards that could help. Uh, Certainly. It's probably, you know, this is the fault of the magistrate for not instructing you in some of the more basic, let's call it, hygiene. Within, and so he, uh, he just does something and sends a sending from him and it has like, it's a file size isn't a thing but if a message has a lot of information it glows a little bit more and it seems heavier and it has all sorts of basic iconographs that you can protect yourself with. Some of them are for your internal sending, some are for rewards on the outside. Like you could have had one put up that would help you against enchanted curses and things like that. So
2: we have anti-malware and anti-virus software now.
1: I am uh. The oars of McAfee. That's my name. <laughs> Boo. Secretly, it's Adware, though. <laughs> He's going to take up all of your operating space. <laughs> is yes. his
2: middle name Norton?
1: Norton. <laughs> uh, what time is it? That's what Ors should be. Uh, quarter past ten. Okay.
0: Um, you head out and finally come to the edge of the city proper. There are crowds gathered. Normal Laconians, although they're dressed a little more informally. These are probably suburbanites who either go into the city for work or just live in the outskirts. And they have, you know, similar signs and such. It's like, like you know, good journeys to emissaries and things like this. Um, and there's more advertisements for various taverns and such. There's a small group of denialists. They're all on horseback sitting away from them. And as you pass by with cheers and there's music, uh, sounds like brass instruments, but you can't see them anywhere. The, the group on horseback joins up with the compatriots at the rear and now almost all of them are mounted on horseback And they, you, can all, you all get a view of them because you've sort of stopped to move through the crowd uh, or slowed down anyway and they have this sort of intense purpose about them that nobody else in the, in the train or in the crowd has they, they, they look like an army on the march or some people who have a goal and they're moving towards it
2: I'll uh, poke out of the very top of my um, train car, and a little hatch there, and I'll just go.
0: Yeah, you go, several of them give you the sign, and they nod, duff their hat, and they, and they have this sort of like grabbing the reins more fully and looking around like they're going to be attacked or something. There's this conspiratorial sort yeah. of air about it. And right before you, the, the Great Way continues on. There's traffic to and from, but it's getting towards evening, and it's dying down it just winds out into the countryside we see townships dotting here and there obviously communities i think you see a castle in the distance and the sun sets and that's where i'll call it
1: yay mm-hmm.
0: everybody gets two points
2: never after was created designed and written by adrian McLear. this podcast is produced and edited by grace skelton our music is shimmering lights by Punch Deck. You can find a link to their Patreon and Spotify page in our description. Thank you so much for listening, and we can't wait for you to hear the rest of our adventure.